0: i'm having a good fucking time shut up quiet i said quiet
1: quiet numbskulls i'm broadcasting
2: hello good evening and welcome to another episode of the Unpaid programming podcast I'm Lawrence, joined as always by John and Jeff. It's Jeff and John, get it right. God damn it. Thanks, John. I thought it was Jeff and John on the other show. It's, no, it's actually, well, it's all right, we have another show. Yeah.
3: I don't think it really matters. We can't plug the show that's already out? We should plug the show. (laughs) We should plug that show. Because we're going to, if we try to save it for the end, I mean, we'll forget. That means we have to, first of all, we have to keep uh, people's attention. Yes.
2: Yes. So, Lawrence, why don't you tell the folks out there about... And
3: we'll probably forget. that, That too.
2: So we have a sister program that's out now called Un- The Unscripted Script Show.
1: In stores now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's out now. Uh, you can find it on Anchor, and I think uh, you can definitely find it on Spotify. Um, I don't know It's made to Apple Podcasts yet. I don't think so. Not yet. But, hey, the the first day numbers are looking really nice. Uh, Early returns are promising. Yeah. So, uh, it, And it actually has a theme, unlike this show. Mm-hmm. No, this is <laughs> just chaos and <laughs> yeah. nonsense. I mean, if you want to listen so to us uh, read perform and critique, bad movie scripts. Unproduced movie scripts. Unproduced, of course. Then that's the place to do it. And right now, we are currently in the series. It may not be the case by the time this comes out,
3: but who the hell knows. Uh, We are working on Switching Christmas. A guy who wanted to write a Hallmark movie... God bless him, he tried. <laughs> he did he, try. I doubt he intended to write a Hallmark no, movie. because I don't think the they have Hallmark tree. in England, but it was a ridiculous premise. The Wishing Tree. And that's what makes it so much fun. Yes. And as far as I know, I don't think anybody else is doing
4: this.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we're the only ones who are yes. the OGs have of the uh, scripts. Yeah. We're they, the only ones who have the cojones to do it.
3: Yes, and basically it was, it was. mentioned it was born out of the script readings that we were doing on this show.
2: Yes. Not that we're abandoning that on this show. No, we actually have one for later. We're trying to yeah. keep butts in the seats on both programs. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Got a lot of juggling.
2: To but do, still, you know? if you want to check that out, you can check that out. Um, actually, I forgot to do this when we recorded that show, but if you have a script you want us to read on that show, yeah. send it to unscripted script show mm-hmm. at gmail.com. And then we'll tell you why it doesn't work. <laughs> 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 on Twitter, I ran into a... On Twitter, I ran into a couple of people who had unproduced scripts, and I tried to convince them to send it <laughs> on to us. <laughs> no. hey, we'll perform it, dude. We'll Enough. perform it. We'll be fair. I think we were kind of fair. <laughs> uh, hey, if it's if it's actually good, then we'll be all dramatic about it. If it's actually
3: yeah. good, we wouldn't. Read if it's it. actually good, yeah. though, be fun, it's actually fun good. It wouldn't be as much fun. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah, be as fun true. to read.
2: But we could have fun coming up with different voices and such, mm-hmm. such as my old grandmotherly woman. No. Which won the evening? <laughs> it it, it kind of did, he you know, with he her did. emphysema and her piles. <laughs> and the
3: piles. <laughs> I got a bad case of the piles right now, actually. <laughs> oh god! Way. If I have to get up and wipe my ass, you'll know why. <laughs> oh, I didn't need to know that. And John, I will but... announce it to everybody. Excuse me, I have to go wipe my ass. <laughs> you just wipe your ass <laughs> sometimes. So now that we're <laughs> yeah, it's called have... the piles. John, have yeah. you been eating uh, ch- uh baked lays with? Oleo. No, it's not is like that. that. Olean, it was oh, needs Some right. cheese. Olean. Yeah, that's all I do. Anal leakage. Just so I have excuses to get up from my desk at work and just go, like, and you know, spend hours in the bathroom. <laughs> I have an issue. I mean, the only thing that my anus leaks is blood. cum, and cum, <laughs> bloody cum.
5: Oh.
2: <laughs> so now that we have finished plugging that program, we can move on to. Yeah, uh... we can move on to. You're gay. <laughs> you like dicks in your butt. <laughs> we can move on to John's personal story that he had. John has a personal story. Apparently, yeah, I got
3: a story here.
0: 75 years later. So
3: yeah, I had a girl's night.
0: Not that bad.
3: <sighs> well. They're all hot, okay? I think that should count for something. It's just yeah, but, not a good story. Uh, <laughs> I was, like, was hang out with these hot chicks.
2: Dude, they were so hot. I, I saw with I these saw hot, hot chicks girl. and they didn't do anything. What's
3: your story, John? You didn't play golf.
2: Which let's face it isn't that interesting either. I mean, I mean, it's cool, <laughs> like, you know,
3: hot girls are fine, but you had to listen to them talk. So
2: And they weren't you know, naked. That sucks. I tried. Well,
3: anyway, hey, let's all nude (laughs) up, huh? Huh, girls, let's all nude up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Let's all get in the kiddie pool and wrestle.
3: (laughs) You get a pillow. You get a pillow. You get a pillow. Now fight. (laughs) Nah. All right. Well, round one. (laughs) That died immediately. (laughs) Edit that out. (laughs) Uh, But something else that also happened. Okay. Uh, It turns out Jeff and I separately have found a really disappointing documentary on Netflix. Oh, yeah, it was a terrible documentary. I hated it. Ooh, tell me I, about I, it. It just made it was so annoying. Now I already knew a little bit about this story. See, I didn't know anything about it, oh really because it's it's one of those, um you know, as far as like this true crime things that were really popular this this thing came out like around the height of the true crime popularity, which is still kind of popular. It's still it's sort of in, but there's
2: still about five thousand podcasts. It's, and it's it
3: below its it. peak now. But anyway, this was a story of the uh, Asian girl. She's a Chinese girl from Vancouver who visited the United States, specifically Los Angeles. More specifically, a really shitty part of Los Angeles. Skid Row. Where the, yeah, right next to Skid Row, like a block away, where a really... Terrible, notoriously <laughs> <That's> terrible. <called>. <laughs> <laughs> where a notoriously terrible hotel is. She was in Encino. <laughs> no, that's a
4: nice No, that's, that's a nice area. That's right. It's so bitchin'. Yeah, it's so bitchin'. is the shitty
3: area. I've been in a nice part of Encino, so that's okay. <laughs> uh, no, she went to a very shitty part of Los Angeles because it's, you know, it's, it, the hotel... Co- think about this. Should so a hotel in Los Angeles cost $70 a night? No. <laughs> right. I stayed in a hotel in Nashville that cost $70 a night. Who did? I did. You did. Mm-hmm. Did it suck? Oh, yeah. Exactly. And that's Nashville. So imagine yeah. that. Imagine
2: Los Angeles. Now
3: now bump the cost of living up in the area, you know, the general uh, metropolitan area, by like three. <laughs> okay. And then that's how much further down the quality of a $70 <laughs> a night hotel goes. This to is one of those bathroom city. down the hall hotels. Yeah. Actually, I, I think it might. I think have it literally been. was. Yeah, I think it actually was. Right in the twenties, it was, but who the hell knows? Yeah, I, I think. Well, they had like guest there's rooms. There's an, an outhouse <laughs> somewhere. This is also a place where they had like uh, some a hole that kind goes out of, the window uh, into the street. <laughs> 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 there's just a pipe pissing on all the homeless <laughs> a people <pipe> like, <laughs> with a funnel in it. <laughs> Gotta get a piss urinal for the room. I actually would like having a pipe with a funnel in me. anyway. <laughs> you Lazy bastard! <laughs> I've seen one. No, I've pissed in one. <laughs> but this is a hotel where they part of the hotel was meant for like long term residents. People to go to bottom out very, like very the YMCA. cheaply. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is a place where like murders happen, drug deals would go down, prostitutes would use it all the time. Suicides are very popular there. Well, yeah, and um,
2: sounds like a blast.
3: And that may be what happened, in a way, to the the uh, Chinese girl mm. who came from Vancouver. Elisa Lam. Elisa Lam. You hear that name a lot in this documentary. Oh, yeah. Mostly by the interviewees, and some of them are awful. Jeff, yes. take it away. <laughs> so Elisa Lam disappeared, and no one knew what happened to her. Get Eventually, Robert Stack on the phone. So they got investigators out there, <laughs> you know, detectives from the LAPD investigating. And they couldn't find anything. Uh, they asked around and there wasn't, there was almost no information to go on. And they ended up having a video of her one night in an elevator acting funny, behaving erratically. She like. was like going in and out. For some reason, the doors of the elevator were just staying open, but she was like going in and out and like looking around. And she pressed hit, all the buttons hit, on it. Yeah, hitting all the buttons. Which I think was just that's a, always fun. That was just a prank. You
2: know? yeah, maybe you're just prank. jacking around, you know.
3: But then it, that Waits was for
2: the... a pregnant woman to get in the elevator. Ooh, <laughs> there you go.
3: <laughs> But uh, then she disappeared, and that was the last video or anything that anyone last had Last known video of Lisa Lim with any information, called Unsolved Mysteries. So that's about where the documentary begins. And this terrible documentary had a lot of YouTubers. Internet YouTubers. sleuths. Yes, Internet sleuths. And they gave way too much there... attention in this
2: documentary to the Internet
3: sleuths. Oh,
2: yes, they did. There is one of these uh, true crime YouTubers who I believe actually is Canadian, and he has a very monotone voice, and he reads everything like this. I, was he on the documentary? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see any Canadians. I don't uh, remember any Canadians. The Canadian, talk. Canadian well, was the
3: bitch that died and ended up in the water tank okay, on the roof. No. What? He just gave away the ending.
2: Spoilers, John. <laughs> I said she ended up there. I didn't say how.
3: Uh, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> yes, he's he's a very... Monotone. I think that's kind the end of, of
3: episode uh, two I gave away. Yeah, I think. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, that's what it up so happening she's in to a her. water... Co- <laughs> it was like, yeah, <laughs> like tower. two weeks later, they found her in a water tower on the roof of the hotel. And these stupid internet people didn't want to believe that, like, she could have gotten in there somehow. It was just really... And, and, and the worst part about it was how, the obsession that these people had with this girl. You, these guys need something to do. And there was one guy in particular that annoyed both of us. And this was the guy who really, really cared.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he, I just found myself thinking about this girl, Elisa Lamb. I was thinking about her all the time. And I just didn't buy the
3: LAPD story. I think they're trying to cover something up. They're, yeah, they keep talking and about the hotel management. The hotel management, and that management was a fucking idiot. I don't know why she would go on that show. Hi, I'm the manager of the worst hotel in America. She tried. Mm. I, I, I that's, and actually, she's the person I had the most sympathy for. Uh, besides the woman, my life sucks.
2: I managed this really no. shitty
3: hotel. You mean besides that one YouTuber? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, he was. He was. Oh, he was hurting. <laughs> based on an inter, based on a, like a viral video of a. Asian girl behaving erratically exactly. in an elevator. And then, once, and then there's all those people talking about like all the investigative work they've done, which was just watching the stupid elevator video over and over again. It's the other thing. Well, I've done research. What, what all you're exactly. doing is looking at shit that other research that other people did. <laughs> and I went you no, know, they probably went to a message board too. Oh, it's, I guess that's that counts. very popular among true crime people. <laughs> but these people probably out of the four episodes, they hog up two of them. Would yeah. you say? Yeah, two absolutely. episodes wow. worth of content. These internet sleuths who are. Uh, they're not investigators. They don't They're all regular not. Veronica Marses. And it was after they, they found the girl in the in the water tank. The LAPD releases a statement and says we think. Then, okay, let's let's go a little bit back uh, further here because we have to point out that this girl was also on a lot of medications for because she was bipolar. She was bipolar, and whenever she doesn't take those medications, she has episodes of acting crazy. And what happened? So you all
2: crazy?
3: She. They found in her toxicology report that she had not been taking enough of her medicines and so she had a bipolar episode and climbed up onto the roof and got into the water tank and drowned.
2: That's entirely believable. <laughs> I mean, yes,
3: it's 100% believable. But all these stupid YouTubers are like, I don't buy that. Like, I don't buy that. They're what they're don't you buy? Something <laughs> well, up. Even before that was released, they were like, Why isn't the LAPD releasing the talk? Why, why aren't they releasing the autopsy? We deserve to know. Yeah. And then I want to say you? But then they're saying that the hotel is covering something up. Why would they bother? That's like. That's the like hotel a, couldn't afford to cover anything up. <laughs> Well, it's not that it's just that they couldn't afford it. It's why would they? Because They have murders like and shit there all the so time. So much bad it's shit like, has happened like, that everybody knows about. Well, it's like yeah. brushing dirt off of a turd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. You know, the, the hotel oh, sucks. Oh, there's some sawdust on that thing. i yeah. better get it off. It's not the first time someone died there, by far. And the, what, and the police are going to be like, oh, we need to cover up this murder in a hotel in a
1: bad neighborhood? <laughs> exactly, and the
3: police don't need to do shit. Police don't give a fuck. They don't care. <laughs> They wanted to solve the mystery, and they did. And they solved it. And they solved it. And these stupid YouTubers... Well, the YouTubers, in the end of the video, they do kind of come around. Not really. Well, Uh, I mean... A little bit. They never really... Acknowledge their own role in like fucking up an investigation. Yeah, but it's just you know, clogging tip lines with something that you saw on the internet. Yeah. Oh, the video skips a little bit. If you look at the blurry out, <laughs> why is the timestamp on the elevator
2: video? <laughs> I what are I they trying, trying to hide here? here? What are they hiding? <laughs> I watched the video from my home in Baja, Mexico. <laughs>
1: I don't know, you tell me. I passed through I passed through that part of Los Angeles on my way to Baja, Mexico. I've stayed in that hotel. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I've climbed on that roof and they have those water tanks bolted shut. What are they hiding in there? The water tanks are coated with thermite paint. How many hotel patrons are inside those tanks?
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but the, but but like it, backing up a little bit, even the first couple episodes are like watching the video and being like, "Look, it skips there. Oh, look, it's a little bit long there, and it's all blurred out." Yeah, is this a shitty video? <laughs> and is it really? You know. Whoops. Occam's razor. The simplest explanation is usually the correct one. That is not shitty op- Occam's razor. I know, but I uh, can I appear to That's be smart on a show. Can I appear to be semantic for a moment? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pete Holmes. Uh, Occam's razor is the you explanation. Mean <laughs> yes, that that would be pedantic. But now you're being semantic. Yes. But anyway. <laughs> you're being semantic. About my being pedantic. Anyway. The semantic pedantic podcast. <laughs> That would be great. <laughs> just, <laughs> to, Doug would start be the off. star of the show. Yeah, we just have Doug have his own, <laughs> own podcast. We just say shit, and then he yells at us. Where you're like, "Hello, good evening, and welcome." Like, do you really need to be so redundant? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, um, Occam's Razor. I'm redundant. It's the explanation that makes the least number of assumptions. Oh, okay, that's kind of in sad. which case is exactly what happened here. You know, so I'm, I'm watching this with my wife. And my wife was into it because she remembers whenever that video of the elevator went viral. I mm-hmm. have no fucking clue. This is 2013. I was busy, I don't know,
2: jerking off and...
3: Yeah, I think I, I think I wedding. heard it on a podcast.
2: Yeah, I don't recall that at all. I'm not really into the true crime thing, though. And you don't remember this? Like, no, I don't. I don't remember this. I
3: don't remember, I don't, I don't remember the video being viral. I, I don't remember, remember it being popular at all. I just listened to it on a, some... And as my podcast. wife recommends this to, my, to her friends, and I'm embarrassed for her for this because it's so shitty. It's garbage. Remember that video? And they're like, what? Or, remember that video? And they're like, oh, yeah. And they just say that to, to, you know, (laughs) appease her and not have to hear the explanation about that stupid fucking video. But they're trying to find all these, like, you know, little clues in the video Mm -hmm. because that's all they had. And like, oh, look at this. The time is blurred out. That was stupid. Some of the clues they found were kind of crazy, though. I have to admit. Like what? Um, So there is a... There was a tuberculosis outbreak in that hotel.
2: Oh, shit. Really?
3: <laughs> yeah, that's how fucking. Several awful days was after it. she was found. Yeah, several So it was after she was found. But the, the name for the tuberculosis test is the Lam Elisa test. The Lam Elisa test. Her name is Elisa Lam. However... So that's a crazy connection. It's just a coincidence. When was that test named? It was just a coincidence. Well, it, was, it turns out that test existed since the fucking 20s whenever tuberculosis yeah. was a thing. You know? So, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. She's, That's a, what, she's a science
1: experiment from Los Alamos, New Mexico.
3: <laughs> but that is what makes it a little more crazy. She escaped from a, la-
1: a lab mean, in Wuhan.
3: It would be much less of a coincidence if they... She's going to, to, to start a pandemic
1: that. in 2019.
3: <laughs> no. But you know, the thing that annoyed me the most about it, and it's not even just the documentary, Well, except that they were showing this stuff, was just all these people who care... So much about this one goddamn missing person. When there are hundreds of people that go missing every day, the same people probably see an Amber Alert whenever the Amber Alert comes up on yeah, your phone, and like, goes, oh, and they put their phone away. You know why? You know like, why they care? Shut up. I'm texting. You know <laughs> why they cared is because she was cute,
2: and she was She's can- a Canadian. She's yeah. my waifu. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's a. That's a. Japanese thing It's a Japanese It's like the uh, yeah. anime She's Chinese girls. Did you She's fucking racist It's like well, it, these
3: guys Are it, in love it, with cartoons The guys are
2: into Little Asian women oh. yeah, They call they, them their waifu
3: Yeah and they, have a, and they have Like obsessions They get obsessed with These cartoon yeah. The anime girls It's, oh. it's messed up she Is that is some incel waifu. shit Fu. Yeah Yeah I think so
2: Okay well, here's another angle. Actually, it would make a much more interesting documentary than what we're talking about. I'd watch that.
3: <laughs> in Celsius. But it would just make me uncomfortable.
2: Me too, but that would be the fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> Even
3: more uncomfortable than the one guy and the one YouTuber in this documentary
2: like, Well, here's the I other thing about that particular YouTuber. Myself, I thought
1: about her. I found myself hearing
3: Caring up so much about this girl
2: I found myself caring about <laughs> her
3: I did my own
1: investigation <laughs> here's what I, I found. I watched the video seventeen times <laughs> I don't think she was in an elevator at all you see her clearly leave the elevator she took the stairs the video isn't even from the hotel it's from a la Quinta inn <laughs> Only La Quinta Inn uses Boltex cameras in their, <laughs> their elevators for security purposes. I know I'm an expert. I was a Navy SEAL. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, the, the one that, like,
3: uh, I found so much of a connection in there, that, that little wiener. No, oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> Here's what pissed me off about him the most two things, actually. First, he followed her, you know, okay, so this girl, Elisa Lamb, basically documented her entire life and her entire thoughts all on Tumblr. Yeah. Okay. And she doesn't really have anything to say. She just says shit, mm-hmm. not really that important. I guess I have to go out and try new
2: experiences. Yeah. Uh, this mm-hmm. is kind of boring. Just typical I need to get out of, of Canada well, for a little bit. Tumblr blogs are like stream of consciousness journal. Yeah, things. yeah, but it's so
3: it has the appearance of being thoughtful. But if you realize that she's not actually saying anything, yes, there's nothing thought- thoughtful. about Nothing it. thoughtful about it. And this fucking wiener, I saw her writing. And I knew that she wanted to inspire, aspire to be a writer, and I thought she would be perfect for that. And I find myself just entranced with what she had to say. She didn't have anything That's, to say. That was yeah. a frightening... Guess who else uh, didn't have any, anything to say? That fucking guy. Yeah, that too, because <laughs> he's <laughs> an <laughs> idiot. <laughs>
2: that, that, I mean, who was he? Who was he, Peter Laurie. I mean, you know... <laughs> 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 <Can> I just <laughs> have... I became obsessed with her. (laughs) Mm. I loved everything she had to say. (laughs) I can't do a Peter Lorre without just doing Ren from Ren and Snoopy. It's the same thing. Steepy.
1: (laughs) Steepy, come inside the water tower.
3: (laughs) 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 All right, you know what? I disagree with the shows. That guy did it. (laughs) I I was
2: about to say that. I didn't think he did
3: Maybe the whole thing where he's like, you know, so um, he followed her Tumblr to Los Angeles yes. where she was staying. Well, no, what it is is so that the whole thing where he's so uh, what is it? He's obsessed was with obsessed her. by her writing. It was actually an act to cover up the fact that he hated her writing. Like he read the Tumblr blog, he's like, oh my god, what a fucking idiot, and just hated her so much So he he followed her to the hotel and drowned her in the water tank for posting such nonsense. Yes, for posting nonsense on the But here's where he got sloppy. Uh, Actually, no, uh, he didn't get sloppy. (laughs) Somehow... He went on this documentary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. She was my (laughs) wife. (laughs) There was one irresponsible thing that the L.A. Police Department did. Okay. A guy in a public statement
2: said... The only one. That's pretty good for them. I know.
3: Said that whenever they found her body that the lid, or whoever found her body, that the lid was closed in the water tank. However, turns out it was open. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now it's very the important. documentary withheld this up until the last episode, and then you're like, yeah. turns <laughs> out the lid was open." Yeah, they they <laughs> had the janitor talking about how, because he there was a janitor at the hotel who found her, the maintenance guy. Okay, and he's one who he, when he found her, well, so he found her body, and then they they have that him talking about that at the beginning, or at least whenever End they revealed that she was in the watering water. He, water Tank. Right. But then it's not till later that they say they have him saying that the lid was open on it when he found (laughs) the body. (laughs) They, they, what the The documentary was actually open. (laughs) They intentionally focused on the LAPD guy's report that the The lid was was closed. closed. And he, all he says is, from what I understand, the lid was closed. <laughs> yeah. But they're not accounting for, I mean, the, the maintenance man only spoke Spanish, number one. So they're not accounting for a language barrier. And number two, the documentary already knows this before they even produced a fucking thing. Yeah. So we know about this in the end of the second episode. And then we just, we're just we just going to ride with the lid was closed theory, which mm-hmm. I understand some of the internet slews like, the lid was closed. How could this possibly happen? No. Yeah. Because if you're floating in a water tank and you can't get out, how are you going to close a lid? Yeah. It was a heavy lid. Can't that. even get out. Right. Yeah, it turns out she just wanted to take it. How
1: could the lid have been closed? (laughs) 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 Were they trying to hide here? They're They're trying to hide an Asian girl. They're trying trying to hide the drowning of an
3: Asian girl. Yeah, so yeah, that documentary... um, Sounds like it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. It's stupid and don't watch it. It's a waste of time. (laughs) I have read reviews on this, and most of them say the documentary sucks. One of them said that they exposed the internet sleuths for being the boobs that they are, and I don't know if that documentary does, a pre- does I don't that th- good of a job of that. They, I don't think they intended to do that. That's the problem. I think they were giving them... Like, they were treating them seriously. I got that vibe as a, as a, as a viewer. Because, you know, these internet sleuths can cause actual problems with people. They have caused problems. Oh, yeah, yeah. They can... Uh, they can cause problems with you know, investigations, investigations. Yeah. just and, like the psychics do. And they They're also not better than the fucking oh, psychics. God. And they screwed with that uh, the I Boston bomber him. guy when I mean, all these people went and said, like we found the Boston bomber and uh-huh. it wasn't really him. And people started making death threats to his this guy's family. And well, what they, about the, 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 uh, the guy ended up killing himself in the documentary? They they pinpointed a death metal artist who went all by right, Yeah, him. You're right, yeah, that guy because he made a video thing. where he was chasing a girl and. That was it. That was about it. <laughs> well, there was the other one. This is the worst part, and I'm, well, among the other worst parts. Yeah, where is they're looking at? So the documentary is like focusing on this death metal artist, morbid, morbid, okay. who apparently stayed there. We don't know when. Yeah, no one knows no when. One, he no one. No one knows when. The documentary doesn't tell you that when. No, they just say that he stayed there. That he stayed there, and he's doing a video. Talking about something in his getup, you know, black man, pretty much like this movie Saw, more or less.
1: I'm talking about dark shit, cause I'm dark, so uh, yeah.
3: But in the background was a picture of the Black Dahlia murder actress. Uh, if you remember her name. Elizabeth Short. Elizabeth Short. There's a picture of her and there's another picture of somebody else, and they somehow connected these dots
1: because Elizabeth Short was drinking in the black... It was drinking in the Sisa Hotel three nights before she was found and murdered. What is he trying to say here?
4: <laughs>
3: Shut the... Oh, Jesus. I mean, they're connecting dots that don't need to, that yeah. don't need to be even, like, considered dots but that's another one that is that they didn't bother saying that's another it's like one the
2: conspiracy where, theorists almost hey, where well, they, they they destroy this guy's reputation
3: oh yeah they did but that's another problem with the documentary is that they introduced the fact that this guy stayed at the Cecil Hotel and they don't say until later that it was like 2 years before <laughs> <laughs> yeah she was <laughs> happened <laughs> it's like all this intentional withholding to give the big it's it's an intentional padding is what it is yeah and the guy was mexican um, and he he had not been in the country in like wow. two years.
4: <laughs> wow! He
3: was living off the grid in Baja Mexico. Baja Mexico. <laughs> he was staying in Jesse Ventura's guest hut. Yes. Yeah, so so um, uh, unpaid programming. Official recommendation for Cecil Hotel. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. <laughs> oh yeah! Three ass blasts. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I give this movie a. <laughs> yeah. Out of five <laughs> <laughs> So wait What's the what's the max shittiness that we can do? The, what you just did the, One uh, So one the, shitty And the pfft pfft Out of five But we're saying it stinks If we do five of them It means it really well, stinks No, 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 no We have five stars uh, The Is Out the of five stars yes.
3: So it's a negative star Yes Which is uh, the worst rating that this show can get Okay, yes. what if what if, it, what if it's just this I, I,
2: That's you know, like a negative half star.
3: <laughs> okay, there were parts of the documentary that were good I will say that There were two parts Number one, when they actually talked to the real police That was good And number two, when they gave the you history You mean those lying police Who are covering up a murder for no reason Yeah, them They're really good at covering it up <laughs> These murderers <laughs> Number two, when they gave the history of the area And the Cecil Hotel They did that really well so you know what? I'm agreeing with Jeff. I'm gonna go. Yeah. And then but then but then the one guy he was on there, his the thing below his name said Skid Row Historian. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: Everything has a historian. You, you, you would be surprised. <laughs> so he's a historian of this area where there's a bunch of bums.
2: Yeah. Denora has historians. That's true. That's a
3: town, the whole, you know.
2: Well, the, I mean...
3: And it has a history. And it has a history, and so does Skid Row. Every, every History is everything, goddammit. I wonder if there's, like, part everything of Everything that happened up until now. Is there a Skid Row Museum? Yeah, but <laughs> it's, it's in Beverly Hills.
2: <laughs> I want to go
3: to the Skid Row
2: Museum. Oh, wow, look at all the homeless people. Watch the greatest... How do they live? I want read, read a book about, like, the, the greatest
3: bum fights. <laughs> <laughs> Those are on YouTube. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bum fights top ten. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, anyway, <laughs> something that happened uh, since the last time we talked to you guys was uh, AEW had a uh, pay per view.
2: Yeah, it did. They did.
3: No, I didn't watch it because why would I? I didn't watch it either. You didn't watch it? <laughs> no, either. I didn't. Uh, but you expensive. Said you, <laughs> you said you had some uh, opinions on the matter, though.
2: Well, yeah. All, the The only opinion I had on it is the uh, the main event, which was an exploding ring match.
3: Whoa! Wait a minute. Exploding ring? Yes. What does that mean? Does the it explode? Uh, well,
2: Explodes, the, the dude. idea Plagues. of it is you set a ring up and, and load it up with a bunch of C4 explosives. Sounds very This was a really dangerous. popular gimmick in Japan in the 90s. So it's been done for a while. So then, yeah. So they have to call a guy and be like, you know. It hasn't been done in years. Like they, they stopped doing it because it looks stupid and it doesn't work. Probably there's pain in the ass and bystanders, I would imagine. <laughs> but
3: <laughs> this sounds like another. Uh, What's his name? Vince McMahon? No. (laughs) P.T. Barnum?
2: (laughs) P.T. Barnum?
3: Oh, I'm such an idiot. Never mind. Keep going. Sorry.
2: Okay, so anyway. Rich (laughs) Christianano? What they did was they had their bloody main event match, uh, John Moxley and Kenny Omega for the world title. Now, I don't know these guys. How are they as workers? Uh, Well, I guess it depends on who you ask. Moxley's a really good talker. Oh, I like talkers. Yeah. I mean, in general. I don't watch wrestling, so...
3: I remember now. Oh, okay. With Holy... It sounds like they were asking for another Owen Hart situation. (laughs) That's... I couldn't remember Owen Hart's name. They're talking about guys in charge, not like guys who died. Well, that's what I mean. mean, They're going to blow up a ring. Owen Hart footage footage
1: has been sealed in the WWE vault.
3: All right. What are they trying to hide here? Let's leave that in the last segment. (laughs) No! (laughs) Ride this into the ground, dude. It's too late. So... (laughs) <laughs> good
2: point <laughs> never mind so uh, prior instead oh, no <laughs> it's long buried so um anyway the 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 gimmick was really popular in japan in the 90s right they there was this hardcore promotion called uh fmw is it like the japan's version of ecw yes it was it was around the same time and That shit was real yeah it, it was, that was real it was super popular uh, it was like their version of EC. In fact, they actually had a talent exchange going. And uh, there was a match there between Mick Foley and uh, Terry Funk. That was Two guys ex- who will do anything. Yes.
3: Okay. <laughs>
2: it was an exploding ring match. And everybody was excited because they said, we've loaded the ring up with C4. And whoever loses, we're going to blow the ring up with them in it. <laughs> that's, pretty,
3: that's pretty cool.
2: Yes. I like well, to get blown up. Terry Funk lost. And they started the countdown, and he staggers up like Terry Funk was wont to do. Mm. He was really good at selling those, you know, punching at ghosts kind of things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they did like a... I like that. Well, <laughs> that's what it looked like. He looked like he was going fighting a ghost. Hey, come because here. Because he would stagger and, like, throw punches. It was hilarious. So anyway, they start the countdown. Five, four, you know, three, two, one. And as, as they get to one, Terry is, like, looking around like, uh-oh, you know. And all of a sudden, we get...
3: <laughs> ah, you yeah, broke the
2: darn. You yeah, broke the darn board there. That's that's what happened. There, <laughs> there was some. Uh, fu- it was actually more impressive. Leave that what, in. Yeah. So there was a fireworks display. It went Phew, <laughs> Phew, a little bit in the ring. Terry Funk's looking around like, "What the fuck? <laughs> I was expecting to be blown up." <laughs> the gimmick was just a bunch of six-year-olds with sparklers. <laughs> well, AEW's. That's okay. exactly what it looked like. They had uh, one minor little poof, and then sparklers <laughs> on the ring posts erupted.
3: Ooh. Did and they test this gimmick, or they just like, yeah, this is good enough? Like, Well... <sighs> should have got uh, Metallica's guy. Metallica's yeah, get Metallica's guy. guy that burned get
2: Indiana Jones' guy. Burned up James <laughs> get Zitfield. those dickheads over at Disney. They know how to make a fucking show where things explode. Well, uh, I think they were doing an angle out of it, saying, oh, well... Uh, Kenny Omega's guy, they set up the ring so they they deliberately did it. And in case Kenny lost, he didn't want to be blown up in the ring. That sounds like it was made up on the spot. It was. It it's was.
3: obviously made up because they're not really going to blow someone up.
2: Yeah. But they can make it look but like it looked, they blew it somebody up. How but, about
3: some production value? But the thing <laughs>
2: Showmanship. Is, the thing is with these matches, every single exploding ring match that ever happened, and there hasn't been a whole lot of them, there's been about 10 that I can think of, have they have all been disappointed. They have
3: all looked awful. But what about the Japanese? Did they all the
2: Japanese, like the they one I was just talking about, too? the Jap- they were all shitty.
3: Oh, that's right, that first one. The, Japanese,
2: the ones Japanese ones were all shitty every time they did, and they kept trying to do it. Like uh, Onita, who was the mm. promoter for FMW, he's like, "Oh, yeah, I gotta go bigger," you know. <laughs> you
3: know what? They should use uh, is grenades. Well, they can't. Well, in Japan,
2: you can't use grenades. Why not? Can you use grenades here? <laughs> what about dynamite? No. You can use... Uh, well, you can use... Uh, uh, How about just a bunch of M80s? That's what they used. Oh. But you said it was C4. Well, they the first one was C4s. I
3: thought C4 was like very explosive... Why wouldn't it make a big Because explosion? it wasn't
2: real C4. <laughs> it was gimmick oh, C4. Oh, you didn't say that. Yeah. I thought that you were using real C4. They did use real C4, but it was gimmick to not, you know. Oh, so it was All this, like, the pyrotechnic diluted with silly safety putty.
3: technology that exists today, they mm. just don't make use of it. That, well, this one, they didn't even bother. I That mean, con dude's got more money
2: oh, than he, he could ever spend in his life. Yeah,
3: they're billionaires. This could be a losing venture, this AEW, and he would still die a rich man. Oh, yeah. By a lot of standards. Oh, yeah. And just doesn't like consult the guys and be like, okay, how can we do this? I want to, I, I want to bring some attention to this brand. Well, if you get some, uh, you know, some uh, champagne poppers, uh, you know, they that's come kind that of go, what, it,
2: what it looked like. It just uh, it, we have ooh. snaps. You uh, know what they should, We have we have snakes. You know what they should do
3: <laughs> is they put a whole bunch of balloons around the ring, and then whenever the, the loser guy has to stay in the ring, while they pop all the balloons. <laughs> Actually, it, it, that'd be a good
4: gag. <laughs> Yeah, it would be funny. I mean, <laughs> two,
3: you get your two biggest boobs and you know, have them fight in the balloon popping match. And then, then he's just you know, sitting there having to act for there, 35
2: minutes while they all pop the balloons. There's Japanese Eww. promotions where that would get over. Really? Yeah. <laughs> there's one I can think of. I can't think of the name of the promotion. But uh, there's one Japanese promotion. They're pure comedy. That's what they go for. Does it work? I mean, they draw about four or 500 people a show, or they used to. Uh, that doesn't count as working. You can yeah. get that at the Rust River Ice Garden, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Ooh, we
3: should do our own wrestling promotion at the Rust River Ice Garden.
2: It's not cheap. No, it's not. It's not? not? We lose money. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, like, to do a... If we get our licensing from General Mills and uh, Kellogg's, then we'll be yeah, oh, it's cost a billion dollars. Well, we'll be, yes, right. yeah. uh, well, be three hundred million dollars in debt. But we got a we we'll got an our, a plus yeah, idea. Our, that's our wrestling character show, or I mean, uh, cereal box yes. characters wrestling two, show. Oh, two or three shows ago,
2: it was a while I'm, ago. I'm rolling <laughs> with this one. But yeah, so the exploding ring thing—it never works. I don't know why they do it. I mean, this one was the worst. It sounds one. like I even try to do it. Well, this one, I, I guess they, they try to set up pyro and they think it'll look better. But the problem is they set it up underneath the ring. So it looks like the ring is exploding. And the ring is, you know, it, it absorbs a lot of that. Why don't they have just a gimmick ring? A break apart
3: ring. Well, they, I mean. You press a button. Yeah, it goes that. like this. You get flames all around the outside. You know, uh, you get your guy in the middle that falls into like some Kevlar cocoon. You know, can they just have... Flames shoot out of the flames? posts. They, do, uh, they did that. But, like, big flames. like They
2: weren't big. <laughs> they weren't big, no. And they weren't even yellow. No. They were white, like I think, sparklers. I yeah. think
3: they can. They just don't want to. They just... Well, <laughs> WWE,
2: WWE is, can do that. They used to do that with Kane. They used to have the big flames coming out of the really, post. It was pretty cool. awesome. Yeah. Did Vince ever pull off a good, like, exploding ring match Never ever? tried it. Oh. Well, he probably knew better. He probably could. I mean, they, they're the only ones that have so far been able to really nail the production of making wrestling a spectacle but their stories suck yeah there, there is that mm-hmm. you know AEW stories are actually really good you know all the you know all the you know the, if you go to like the, the Moxley Omega build was fantastic I mean this is a grudge match these guys hate each other and everything but then you have the exploding ring match and it just goes poof you know it dies <laughs> There, <laughs> there you go. There's some timing yeah, there. There you go.
3: Like a lead balloon.
2: Exactly. Very nice. <laughs> Very insightful. <laughs> Where are we at, buddy? Uh, 42 minutes. Okay, good.
3: Perfect. Uh, I have an item. You have an item. No. It's an item. And uh, we've discussed on this show many a times about what it means to be able to do a good impression of the president. Yeah. And we discussed how, for even for us, that Joe Biden would be hard to nail. Other than I, I did it a couple of times. I nailed it. <laughs> okay, go ahead.
2: I'm not doing it now. Oh. He's not, a, he's not a monkey, John. He doesn't perform <laughs> on a, command. I'm clearly. not a circus
3: performer. Clearly. <laughs> God forbid he provides us some content. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I don't want to. So He's, he's,
2: a, he's opening his beer. Yeah. Leave him alone. So anyway, we've got an impression of the president. Yeah. That I think is reliable,
3: and it may be the, may be the one that everybody else does. Okay. You know, like the way that everybody did Will Jordan, Zed Sullivan, for example. Okay. Or Frank Caliendo's John Madden, because that's the only one that exists. Yeah. Um, Dennett Carvey appeared on Stephen Colbert a few nights ago uh, via Zoom, because there's COVIDs everywhere. Well, he's a reliable impressionist. Mm. And Stephen Colbert, being liberal that he is, still wants to do that good example shit. Mm-hmm. Even do? though Bill Maher's in the studio now. Yeah. What I do is I I actually do Jim Carrey's Joe Biden. Jim Carrey was a good yeah, Joe Biden. I'm like, but then he retired it like as soon as I'm he got like, elected. But I'm like,
1: I'm Joe Biden. All righty then. Yeah, he was just doing Ace <laughs> H- Ventura. <laughs> Here's the deal. All righty then. <laughs> super super. Le- Donald Trump is the le who. <laughs> Zach, huh, of this election,
3: I remember during that um, Saturday Night Live sketch where he was Jim Carrey was Joe Biden, and he was like, "The laces are out, the laces were out." Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he was trying to make an analogy about the economy in a football. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of more, but I can't do it. So I'll just go to the atom. I mm-hmm. actually just add. go to play the atom. And when it comes to impersonating a president, who better? And ladies and gentlemen, Dana Carvey.
5: You know, you know, we got to do the thing. We did Barack. We did the deal, you know.
2: That's pretty good. And, uh, yeah.
5: You know, my dad, my dad, you know, <laughs> lost his job in Scranton. No joke. No joke. I'm not being a wise guy here. He said, Pops, why'd you lose? He said, "Joe, I did. My mom said, that's the good. It's really but good. She, the crumble. She says, we do it. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Number one. The thing that they said, come on, number two, the two part. <laughs> Folks, three, you know, come on, I'm not kidding around. No rocket science. There's, t- Why wasn't he doing Now Now, the, the, he told Joe he knew, Biden he knew on SNL. My guess is nobody asked him. Yeah,
2: probably nobody asked him because I'm sure he'd do it. He but used to be a think, cast member. It sounds like it, it, he just got it done. He just got to the point where he was happy with it, so he's now ready to, you know, do it. But I'm going to run this the whole time because,
5: you know, it gets better. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> he told Bob. You turn it up a little bit. Joanne Joe, 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 Woodward. He uh, told, no. Oh. He told Bob Reddy excuse me I, Robert, I, Robert, Robert. Folks, I care I care a lot people are suffering and I do and my mother said you know that's the way the cookie is and it goes <laughs> to those places and you know we can do this shots we can in fact do better than we did before so I do the sincere guy I love the it. sincere sweet that's so beautiful oh, that's so beautiful but there's a lot there if you you know if you just don't worry about the fact that he's 78, he gets a little confused sometimes. It doesn't mean you're good attacking when he's attacking him personally or you know. But you have to acknowledge that you know he's just he's just he's just a little, we're gonna try, we're doing things you know. <laughs> and then you know and come on, here's the deal. Let me let me just I'm not kidding around. No joke, folks. You know, my dad lost his job. i I lost my dog. I'm no. I'm not kidding. I'm not being a wise guy. You know, don't don't. And and he always does the list. Number one, the one part. Number two, what they said. Number three, you get the drill. Come on, that's a soldier. You know, it's just a lot. Right. That's good. Come on, that's what people said. So that's what I'm gathering from it visually. But yeah, you know I, mean, I don't know. It's-
3: I, I bet. I bet even if he did that, he, he's Probably, they, Saturday Night Live wanted Joe Biden to be endearing. And his impression isn't endearing. To, he doesn't make Joe Biden look endearing the way Saturday Night Live wanted. Saturday Night Live has told everybody what they are at this point. And I'm in agreement with you. They, with Alex, Alec Baldwin's Donald Trump was mean, and that's how they liked it. I like that. Whereas I Daryl like it was mean. Daryl Hammond's Donald Trump was sort of just like flaky. Yeah, I'm a little bit weird. What are you going to do? i Donald Trump. But I'm Trump. fine with the mean Donald Trump, but they wouldn't They wouldn't do a mean... Uh, they won't give the same treatment to Joe Biden. They wouldn't do it. No, they wouldn't do it. I'm in agreement with you. And 100%. that's why they wouldn't use... Because Dana Carvey, even though his isn't even mean... But it's not but endearing it, it, the way Jim Carrey. But Carrey's it still acknowledges, you know, what everybody else sees from Joe Biden, exactly. where he fumbles over some shit, right? Repeats they, himself a lot. Yeah, and they would not do talks that. Talks about his dad all the goddamn time. They did not yeah. want to do that with. But even though Joe Dana Biden. Carvey is trying to get that sincere angle, number one, he is. <laughs> he's number doing an thing. actual impression of the guy instead of Jim Carrey, who's like, Oh, uh, righty then. He's like,
1: he's like, I'm Joe Biden. Do not go in there. <laughs> Woo!
3: Thanks. <laughs> remember when he did that during the Saturday Night Live sketch? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just did Ace Ventura in a yeah, white... it was, <laughs> it was Ace Spencer the whole time. He even got the same tie. Yeah, remember how he had his hair like in a big pompadour? In the Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, wait a minute. Maybe I wasn't watching Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I mean, so how many people has Saturday Night Live... Used for Joe Biden so far was, was Jason Joe, Sudeikis in 08 Was Joe Biden yeah. running for president in uh, 1997? No oh, Okay, never mind That was actually Ace Ventura When 94? Nature Calls that I was watching There 90, was no election in 1997 90, 94 was Ace Ventura not, uh, When Nature Calls 96 It was 96 Okay.
2: <laughs> that was an election year <laughs> But yeah, Clint's president <laughs> was Bob Dole McDonald's well,
3: Bob Dole was fantastic <laughs> you No, <know> why? Because McDonald <laughs> wasn't even trying to be yeah, do Bob Dole That's
2: why it was great Yeah, Daryl Hammond Bob
3: Dole Daryl Hammond was just spot on Clinton. That's right. Uh, boobies. You know, that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> and, ah, Bob ah, ah, I'm Norm McDonald. Ah, I'm doing a character. Ah, 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 I'm doing a character.
2: Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, Burt Reynolds.
3: You know, big family hat. You know, whatever. Yeah. McDonald's even try, which no. is why it's so good. That's why it's funny. <laughs> but, um, so Saturday Night Live has had Jason Sudeikis do it No 08. Yeah. Where just, he would just yell a lot. Hurry up, it's great. That was Jason Sudeikis' version. Woody Harrison, were basically basically just use the teeth. Yeah. He would say some shit and then smile at the end. Jim Carrey did a good job. I thought. I thought it was funny anyway. I didn't think it was not funny. It's just.
2: It was funny, but it wasn't a good impression. In it's terms not a of good impression.
3: Uh, it wasn't a good impression, and it also.
2: There's, was, a little, there's too much of that. I'm Jim Carrey doing. Joe well, Biden it was. Yeah. It was. He did that to, whole. You know, with his jaws
3: and that. It wasn't. Ma- it was meant to not make him look bad, and it was very, very intentional. It made him look bad, and only one sense was that Joe Biden was boring. Yeah, a little bit. But boring. If if somebody's boring and, and that's it, the worst but, thing to say but about a guy, like, I don't know if that's an effective parody. And they were really pushing the uh, this is an endearing old man angle, especially when they did that one Fred Rogers, the Fred Rogers thing, and the Bob Ross thing. You know, the two most. People remembered who, uh, men most endearing from people. public television in the country. <laughs> well, really, lately, it's been this is only in the last few years that Fred, Fred Rogers, Rogers and, and Bob Ross. Ross have seen this resurgence in popularity, partially based on like nostalgia.
1: Yeah, and you know, YouTube, nostalgia. YouTube helps. Uh,
3: YouTube helps, and nostalgia. Course, it's all over Reddit and stuff. Yeah. And somehow, Steve Irwin got lumped into that, also. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> the best Steve Irwin impression was Eric Cartman. All he did was piss off animals. I did.
2: I did enjoy the. That's a picture good to Crock. I'm gonna piss ap- it off. <laughs> apparently, they're making Steve Irwin now a Pokemon trainer, and I enjoyed somebody did a meme where it's like, "Yeah, Steve Irwin's now a Pokemon trainer," and they had like a stingray Pokemon going round two Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> but what does that mean? Who made him? What does that mean? They I have no idea. Pokemon. Who's they? They, whoever made the meme. The internet.
3: Oh, the meme. Yeah, someone had a gag.
2: Yeah, it was, it was a, a funny gag. gag you know? That's a good
3: gag. Pretty good gag.
2: I don't even know if there's a Stingray Pokemon. I mean, I'm old now. I've, I think it's a little tone deaf because he died doing what he loved, but uh, there's a lot to
3: unpack there. Yep. Um. Why did they call him the Crocodile Hunter when he did not kill any crocodiles? He hunted them. He found them, oh. and then and s- he gave them s- a place s- to live. I see.
2: And he stuck his thumb up in their buttholes. <laughs> Take a look at this Crocs cloaca.
3: That's <laughs> <laughs> no, pronounced cloaca, I think. <laughs> no, not, not,
2: not in his accent. Oh. I don't think that's... Uh, I think that's marsupials
3: that do it, that. A cloaca? Yeah. I th- no, I think birds have them, too. Anyway. I don't know how it works. Do you remember the old uh, sketch on DVE? This Steve Irwin... And he was like, (laughs) we got a big croc over here. I'm going to move him from here. Yes, thank you for doing it for me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'll let you do it. Go ahead. And I'm going to move him from here to over there. He looks just fine where he is. Why are you going to move him? That was the joke. (laughs) I know. That was was also the, the next line in the sketch. Oh well, from uh, 102.5 two point five WD. I didn't know which part you were going to do because I started doing the first part, but then you took over. Well, then you and, I had no the, idea and, what and then, then was I, the I, right I got that. I got cut from the first part, well, so course, I'll do the second I mean, part. You didn't cut from the first part; you tried to take it from me. And then you wouldn't let me take it. No, oh, whatever. The sketch was. It was twenty five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody remembers. <laughs> Looks just fine where he is No, because we have to. That kind of thing. I actually don't remember the rest of it. I just remember that one part.
2: Well, anyhow, anyhow, anyhow. As, as we peter out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to take a break. <laughs> yeah, me too. I did enough
3: in uh, the show. <laughs> Mondays, am I right, guys? Coming yeah. up, coming. Okay, this is what we do. Coming up, Moccasin Creek. Oh, good. That's my favorite. Yes, yeah, so it's the best part of the show.
2: It's <laughs> my favorite part. We so, got <laughs> yeah, um, move to the front. It's Mockus. <laughs> so people listen. So we'll be right back after this, folks.
3: The Unpaid Programming Podcast invites you to enjoy our educational series on the history of the United States, beginning with Part One discovery where we join the great explorer christopher columbus en route to the new world rodrigo my dear friend
2: can you believe the lady of spain laughed at my intention to prove that the earth is round she is a fool captain i predict that upon our return you will be the one laughing at wait rodrigo look on ahead there is land and it is ho
3: diego Batten the hatches on the starboard side. Rodrigo,
2: consult the navigation charts. What is this land toward which we approach? It is uncharted, Captain. All the land is on the right side of the map. We departed Spain to the left. We're getting closer. Diego, drop the sails and apply the brakes. We're heading straight toward a pointed rock. Captain, land fastly approaches. Ah!
1: Well, Rodrigo, our crew is unhurt, but our ship is badly damaged. However,
3: the other two ships in our fleet appear to be making landfall safely. Look, over there, a man of dark complexion. Let us ask him where we have landed. You there, I beg your pardon. What is this land on which we stand? Are we in the Orient, sir? (coughs) Uh, yeah, (laughs) this is the, uh, Orient. Did you hear that, Rodrigo? We've done it.
1: Now, get your quill and ink and take a dictation to record this event. Yes, Captain. It was the Greeks of antiquity who first sought to prove that the Earth was round, using mathematics. Greeks. But it is now proven using boats. For on this day, sometime in 1492, I, Christopher Columbus, captained my fleet of three ships, the Titanic, the Jolly Roger, and the Rum Tum Tugboat, through the icy waters of the Atlantic Ocean, to the distant country of...
3: Wait a moment. Sir, are we in India? (coughs) Yeah. Sure. Uh, India. Magnificent. India. Now, young man, please take me to your king. Actually, uh, I'm the king. What luck. Did you hear that, Rodrigo? an audience with the king of India just minutes after landfall. Sir, my lord, please forgive my informality. We have brought great riches from the faraway land of Spain that we wish to trade with you for your wealth of exotic spices. Wait, spices? Yes, the roots and seeds of your indigenous flora that contain flavors unknown to the western palate. Oh, right. Uh, just pick any plant and, uh, go ahead and eat it. My god, they are that abundant? Nah, I'm just messing with you. I have no idea what you're talking about, actually. I don't know what India is, or the ornament... Orient. Whatever. Anyway, the name's Tonto. Put her there.
1: (laughs) After such a journey, I fear exhaustion may have caused me to become suggestible. Rodrigo, join me in welcoming this fine man to the new world I've
2: discovered. Wait, what? This land is now the property of the great explorer Christopher Columbus. You can't, like, own land, dude. Of course. Sharp
3: you are, Tonto. This land is now the property of Spain. But do you know what this means, Rodrigo? What, Captain? It means that, sadly, we have not proved that the Earth is round, nor that an ocean passage to the Orient exists. Oh, no, Captain! Fret not, Rodrigo, for we have discovered a new land and have proven that the Greeks are foolish and gay. And as the first to behold this marvelous land, I get first dibs on naming it. I shall call this newly found tract America.
1: Christopher Columbus returned to the New World three more times
3: to visit his new friends, the Indians. But it was on that first visit that the seeds were sown for the future founding of a great nation. And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, continuing with our series, <laughs> our, our mini-series series
2: of, of Moccasin <laughs> Creek, I have an update uh, for you guys. Ooh!
3: So the last episode of the Unpaid that we taped, yeah. uh, we did some Moccasin Creek, and we wondered, where the fuck is Kid Rock? Mm-hmm. Uh, Well, it turns out that Kid Rock left the band in 2015. (gasps) Oh No. So my rundown from an interview with the Big Fat Guy was that he always thought of himself as Moccasin Creek, did his first album with Kid Rock, and they decided they would continue working together. Yeah. Well, I guess that for whatever reason, because the Big Fat Guy who raps was the leader. He was the leader? He was the leader. I thought that Kid Rock was the leader.
2: No, Kid he Rock... He was the Paul McCartney of that's, the band. That's
3: probably why... Kid I...
2: Rock was the Paul McCartney <laughs> and, had <laughs> and f- has a di-
3: hadn't had a disagreement over management. Mm. I know. And he left in 2015. Wow. So... So you mean to tell me... So Charles Bonnet III is the real name of Kid Rock. <laughs> wow. I mean, not, not the, uh, you know, the the actual Kid yeah, Rock, I but Moccasin uh, Creek the version of Kid, Kid Rock. Yeah, the Moccasin Creek Kid Rock. However,
2: so it's, it's Chuck...
3: Yeah. Well yeah, yeah. I think he probably goes by C B three or some shit like Hank Three. Oh god. <laughs> I think he wants to be one of those type of good dudes, but um but yeah, so our our Kid Rock stockpile is dwindling fast when it comes to Moccasin Creek. Oh, However, man,
2: no
3: I did find a it, and I picked this based on the title alone.
2: Yeah, uh, I can see it. It's a great pick based <laughs> on that for
3: our Moccasin <laughs> Creek watch along. This one's called Porch Honky. Shall I take it away, fellas?
1: Say, take it away, Porch
3: hey.
4: Honky.
1: Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And Kid Rock is, uh, you know, on the porch with the fat guy in the doorway. Big fat guy in a beater. All right. This is a shack. Taking, taking a fist outside, outside. Sitting by a box fan outside. There we got smoker going. Got sausages and dogs. Sausage. There's a black guy. There's a black guy. There's some dogs, hounds, coon hounds. hounds, I'm guessing, which is how they got the black guy in there. They found him. Whoa! Oh,
4: whoa! Whoa. Boom!
3: Whoa! (laughs) And you missed it. A raccoon was actually on the video there for a second.
1: Cold sweet tea. Porch Peters beaters. One,
3: two, three. three.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: yeah. Porch. Oh,
3: I get it. It's just like uh,
0: porch monkey.
3: This is a uh, offensive term. Because I've met a porch monkey who was accu- who accurately described himself as such. My neighbor Bob, who just sat outside all the time. Well, see, Bob is an white idiot. guy. White guy, Is described it, himself as a porch monkey, and I'm like, you know what, it, it, that, it fits. But Bob was like one of those people who, you know, gets disabled and then leeches off the government. But I mean, he probably was disabled, like mentally, because he was retarded. And st- <laughs> <laughs>
4: Stupid
1: Bob.
3: And that turns out he was just an old mill he with nothing to do. Just an idiot. He used to wave me down to his sport.
1: Hey, John, come here. I saw some deer, and then he
3: would just spend 20 minutes.
1: And, oh, and remember one point, God. he just goes, I wasn't always, you know, a porch monkey. I worked in the mill.
3: <laughs> you know, I got some neighbor, I got a couple neighbors that, you know, they, they talk a little bit, but boy, am I glad neither of them are Bob. I know what you mean. Here, I met this there because I went away on vacation and he decided to cut my grass. And okay. Did, and then did it a few times without me asking him, and then asked me for 15 bucks a cut. I mean, At that point, I was pushing, and it's uh, it's an hour and a half of pushing. So I'm like, you know what, fifteen bucks. Here you go. It's a pretty good
4: deal. Yeah.
3: But then it also I didn't realize the other the, the re- related cost of anytime he sees me outside. Hey,
1: joke, like
3: yeah, that's the danger of making friends with neighbors. Because he was always on his porch. Because he was a porch monkey. It's not a racially <clears> exclusive <throat> term. Okay. We'll continue. Well, let's let's continue. Let's watch the video. I was enjoying the was music, great, and then it and turned it off. Oh, see, there's the raccoon. Oh, yeah, that's what the coon hounds got. Yeah. Yeah, I'm bobbing. I was just bobbing the beat right <laughs> when you said that. <laughs> my head, <laughs> my, my, my head's
2: bobbing,
1: shootin', too. Shooting, shooting. Oh, Hell, yeah. I've done that. So
3: what? Uh, time closest close to a smoker, it's going to take hours. That's the definition it's a shame that these two, uh, this duo, you know, split. Couldn't make it work. The Simon and Garfunkel of our generation. It, it is, but I guess the fat the guy generation. is, which one's Paul Simon? Is the fat guy Paul Simon, or is the other guy Paul Simon? The fat guy's Paul Simon. The fat guy's guy yeah. Although the fat guy doesn't play anything, so maybe, uh, know, maybe he's the Art Garfunkel. <laughs> maybe he's the Art Garfunkel. I don't know. Three...
1: He's got dipping doing this video too. Huh? He's got dipping.
5: Well, yeah, that's you know, <laughs> that's, that's
3: part that's part of being like a good old Southern boy. Yeah, we're the right? raccoon, raccoon beer. They got some chicks there. Give the raccoon beer. Oh, yeah, I that. <laughs> overalls. Just giving
2: animals beer all the time. That's very much. That's my style. I, I want to know how good.
3: you make friends with a raccoon like that. Yeah,
2: because <laughs> normally they're they're not friendly. <laughs> And they got the
1: Rabbies
3: I mean, we know where to find someone that can teach us how to be friends with raccoons A few doors down from a friend's house Yeah Talked about ten episodes ago Why is the video in sepia? I don't know I mean, this artistic choice I mean, they're in a house that's made out of, like, timber It's not even lumber Wait a minute, how could the black guy be a porch honky? It doesn't make any sense uh, maybe he he's a... What's the word? He's a porch Honky ally. <laughs> Short story is, they're friends. Is he show. in the band? Because he's playing a guitar. I don't know. Maybe he might be the new guy. Maybe he was like, edging Kid Rock out. <laughs> ah, maybe. Like, hey, man, you don't need him. <laughs> maybe it was because like the Kid Rock guy wasn't fat enough. And they wanted to be a band of fat dudes. See,
2: they probably could afford a better place than that shack if he bought a cheaper guitar. Once again, as is common with Moxon Creek, the guitar solo that's might have attempted to be
3: pretending... Because yeah, they're just pretending to play, like, they're, you know, it's a it's a video, they're not recording during the video. But if you want to do an actual video, you actually pretend to do the guitar solo, is what I'm saying. But there's one, you got three notes in, I mean, three no, notes pretending. It, it doesn't have the highest production value. Although, actually, honestly, all honestly, the production values aren't that bad. I know! Like it's, it's, a, it's a decently produced video. Along with the music too. Like the music isn't this ain't bad. And this actually I was, ain't bad. And Lawrence and I were talking about this on the way here. Yeah. Like their music like they're not bad musicians, you know. I mean it's not terrible mu- musically. I think the music all the musicians are, are like hired help though. So we have do to go to so? the songwriting. So uh, really all we have to do is how, wh- well, what makes you think they're hired help? Because the band is just one guy. And he does not play anything. So you think he goes to a studio and pays a whole bunch of people, like studio musicians, to play? I don't know. I bet. It seems like that would be really there, expensive. Okay, there is a there's a mystery here going on here.
1: What are they trying to hide? Are they hiding uh, Moccasin Creek. <laughs> turns out there are no moccasins. What no, no, is really really the have. fat guy hiding? He don't even know a banjo. No, player. The, bat,
3: the fat guy ain't hiding. He's putting shit out. You know, just rap. Now it's just like rap with guitars. Uh. However, we'll continue okay. since this is a. So f- what, what is this now? This one is Redneck Nation. Redneck Nation. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to more of Redneck Nation. I didn't listen to it yet, so I don't know. Okay. Okay. Lawrence, do you have any Redneck Nation chorus? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's <a good> <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, Rebel Flag. I, I'm punching out. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. All right, here you go. Moccasin Creek. This is the uh, pre Kid
2: Rock's departure. Redneck Nation. <laughs> That would be kind of funny If to open up with him go. tattoos, <laughs> lots of racks, flags, oh. big trucks,
3: skinheads. I think
2: big fat guy.
3: Yeah, tattoo. Yeah, the tattoos. Mud, Kid Rock. It looks like the infield of a NASCAR event. Whoa, a little bit, but there's looks no like track. Looks like a plan I know.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> whoa! Pushing guys into a cricket. Huh? Oh, wow, there's a big fat bitch in front. Oh yeah, there is. Oh, they're wrestling. They're all muddy. Yeah, they're all muddy. Oh, mud wrestling, girl. Hey, oh, right. This is all right. Look at this. They're grabbing his tits. Everywhere. There's a gag, but you know. This hey, no. I'm digging this video. Yeah, this is hot. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. Kid Rock's only line so far. So it is a big fat guy's band. We thought it was Kid Rock's band the whole time.
1: There he is,
2: there's Kid Rock. Yeah, more mud yes. wrestling.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Kid Rock, Rock lip sync to that one. Well, of course they're—I mean—they're I mean, they're both they're lip syncing the entire time. I know, that's why I'm in his voice. <laughs> if he could do it on his own, I would—I'd buy it. Yeah, crack
2: open that beer for Redneck Nation, Jeff. Oh, no. Oh, that's a new couch? What are you doing? Jeff has spilled beer all over the couch. Not Brand not new couch. I got one fucking drop on the couch.
3: <laughs> Brand new couch. We don't give a fuck. Put it out.
1: Put it on the porch and be
3: a porch honky. <laughs> Nick Nation, we are in. Yeah, yeah. Way to go. So the guy was—he was like in a truck when he said it, talking to the CB Mike, like "breaker, breaker." We're in a redneck nation, bitch.
2: <laughs> all oh, right, these women that. are actually like kind this. of attractive. I know. Um, I'm disappointed. I wouldn't kick them out of bed for eating crackers, as Mike would say. I'd let them <laughs> suck my penis. <laughs> I Don't know if I go down on them because it's—you
3: know—well,
1: they're all—it's they been all day in the mud. That's yeah. why. It's only picking like, like three shower,
3: my, you know, get all mud off. <laughs> they don't shower, they, they get, don't get hosed just... off. Oh, you can stick the hose up there, get the mud <laughs> out of the <laughs> twat.
1: <laughs> Kid like rock can,
4: guitar,
3: solo
1: with the Confederate end. flag pick guard. Nice.
3: Right. I like that. Yeah. That was a good one. That was my favorite video. I don't know thing. why this keeps to progressively better. I meant I meant favorite music video, period, not of all time. Not favorite music Marcus and Creek video.
2: Well, thriller. It's your favorite. Uh, that's better than Thriller.
3: I'm never a big fan of Thriller videos. Actually, my real-life favorite music video is Buddy Holly, Weezer. That's a good one. Yeah, that's my favorite it's music video. It's not so good, out Because it was on a Windows 95 CD. I used to watch it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you it was put, on there. If you put the CD it in, was the, on there. in the drive. <laughs> I believe it. We watch the Buddy Holly video and then pay, play Hover. Hover, yeah, it was a game. Hover, you had to go around and get the flags. Like amazing, you get to some yeah. flags. And then there was also the uh, trailer for the movie Rob Roy, which I believe we talked about We've recently. We talked about this uh, in it's the last last on the last show episode. before, yeah. Actually, last episode, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, so the guy, but you know, he broke off of Moccasin Creek. He felt like you know the big fat rapper was weighing him down, man, and the management <laughs> was bullshit. Oh, so he went and went solo. Oh, he went solo, and this one that I found is actually I'm only going by title. I didn't listen to shit before. You know, you guys got here. Well, maybe he's Paul Simon. I guess we'll find out. This was from 2020 called If Heaven Has a Trailer Park. <laughs> it's listed as comedy. <laughs> <I love> that, <laughs> that, oh, it's comedy?
2: That's <laughs> yeah, what it says. Comedy Classic Country.
3: Comedy slash Classic Country. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's fi- let's, let's hear that. it. Let's see what his chops are. If All Heaven right. Has a Trailer Park. I hope it's as good as uh, David Allen Coe's N Word Lover. <laughs> Whoa. Can you bleep out?
4: Yeah. <laughs> Why would you bother? <laughs> Good. It's <This is> funny. <laughs> play the play the tape. Alright, play the tape. Do the do-da bit
3: mm. Okay, I like this already.
2: It sounds very country.
3: Yeah, a little, like a little bluegrass to it. I
2: hope heaven has a trailer park where the rednecks are Oh rednecks where the pearly gates have been replaced with a row of
0: doubles doesn't really add up.
3: This is a lot different from Moccasin Creek. It doesn't have that, you know, that, that hard rock, I know. the driving rock. I like, I like I like Moccasin Creek better. This,
2: this is, kind of, this is very kind. This guy just country. kind of be like a
3: comedy. Guy. Maybe maybe Moccasin Creek was sort of a parody all along. So we fell for. it. I mean, did we already talk about this? Yes, we did. Did we already uh, consider we the like fact that it might be satire? No, I I, I re- well in that interview where it turns out that. Uh, Charlie Bonnet III, aka Kid Rock, had left Moccasin Creek in 2015. Uh, the big fat rapper was like, "You know, I like to I like to perform about what I know. And this is what I know. Right. So okay. no, it's not a gag. It's not a gag. Okay. Moccasin Creek is for the most part honest. Their videos were a gag. with well, the one with, well, but still, I mean, the to- when they're selling on toy th- guitars, th- but, 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 but I mean, which th- I thought was a stroke of brilliance, to be honest. Maybe it's not satire, but there there is still a sense of humor there. I think it's obvious that there is some humor behind what they're doing. You know, It is a bit ridiculous. Okay, we'll go into that next week, uh, whether or not there's humor, because I, I had a song on Backload okay. that I've been saving. All right. Okay. All right. All right. But this new development happened, so I wanted to see how Kid Rock does out when he goes solo, man. All right. Don't need Moccasin Creek, dude.
0: A street made And I said worth damn, because
3: I I don't need that big fat load. All right, Dirt Road, that's an honest song. Dirt Road, well, I mean, we, we you know, this could st- This is clearly, he put com- this is. did he upload this video? Uh, you know what? Comedy's in the title. He I thought it was tagged com- by somebody else. No, he put and comedy in the title of the video. That's so clearly, this is, this is meant to be, you know, funny. Just, but I mean, really, he's just Red saying redneck and, with the and. With a of
0: double wide.
3: Yeah. Oh, it's
0: insufficient oh, as a case. So double wide
3: i got a better relationship already. When the pearly gates have been replaced by a big old chain link fence or rusty chain link fence because you know it's redneck. Nah. No, nah. No, it's not working for me. I think you better leave the uh, the comedy songwriting to Charlie Bonnet <laughs> III. <laughs> Imagine if they knew how much that we pay attention to them. There's a podcast in Pittsburgh that loves you guys. <laughs> yeah. Then we'll learn that nobody pays attention to the podcast and not Good care. Good point. they a dream. There's like 60 podcasts over the country that are talking about them. <laughs> uh, we can... Yeah. We don't need to...
1: This is... Uh, I think we got it. We got it. We got it. We got it.
3: We got it. I think that comedy in the, in the title was... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Can we take a quick break? Sure. Sure, we okay. can take a quick break. Because I spilled a little bit of beer on this couch and I would like to take care of it. Okay. I'll pause. So we'll just... We'll be right back after Jeff cleans up some beer. back yeah now we're back okay okay i want to point something out here uh we have the end of the video up and it's a special thanks to john <laughs> who did what did you say that it that looked like a uh like the an, an in what is the infield the infield of a and of there a NASCAR it is screvin motor speedway god damn but where was the track doesn't matter. Uh, doesn't matter, John. There was <laughs> chicks mud wrestling in it. So. That's all that matters. Who, Who cares? cares? Who was watching And them? they weren't as chunky as Who the... Was... Uh, no. no they, were, video. They, were not, they were not chunky. There were no strategically placed
2: beer cans in that video. There were no uh, C-section scars. <laughs> None of that.
3: Mm. It was, that was a fun video.
2: Yes, it was. We're liking these guys it. more and more the more yeah. we go I'm, on. I'm enjoying <laughs> this.
3: I've always enjoyed Moccasin Creek. From the first video we watched... <laughs> It's fantastic. No one's ever heard a band like them. <laughs> Such talented musicians. <laughs> My people.
2: We love you. You're very special. So, as I'm filling time for Lawrence. <laughs> so, anyway, you had some, uh, we were, we were going to talk about uh, some of the attempted, failed Can- <laughs> uh, cancellations. And or, attempted and or failed yes. cancellations
3: since the last time we spoke to you, folks, as this show.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Now, John, did you have a few of them, or did you want me to start off? I want you to go first, because I'm not very good at carrying the show, as you found out in the first half. Okay, well, the the only one, the one that I was thinking of, um, and this is weird because I don't feel like it was really that much of a cancellation. It's not. Which one? was the uh, Dr. Seuss. Oh, well, um, well the
3: Dr. Seuss one his, was...
2: St- yeah, his estate chose to stop printing, what was it, three or four? Four. Four books that... Frankly, and I grew up with Dr. Seuss books. I only read yeah, we one all of them.
4: Did. Yeah. <laughs> the
2: Cat in the Hat. Well, no, that one wasn't one of the ones. It was. Um, the Cat in the Hat Comes Back. Well, no, one of the ones that was. that, that stopped printing was To Think That I Saw on Mulberry Street. That was, the one, that was the only one that you had. That was the only one of the four that were canceled. And how did it influence
3: your perception of
2: Chinaman? It didn't. I, I can barely <laughs> so remember it. Problem. I didn't even like was it, it when I was a kid. Was it a drawing? I like Yertle it, the said, Turtle and shit, man. Because <laughs> it said Chinaman in it?
3: It said yeah. Chinaman and there was a drawing it, he, uh, it was all yellow and had the tail and the, the rice picker hat. Yeah.
2: I had this uh, big book. The uh,
3: line was a Chinaman who eats it with sticks. Well, what bothered me about it was, I mean, they, they were like, oh, Dr. Seuss is actually racist. And I was like, we're in new Dr. Seuss's. That's not new information. No, it's not new information no. at all. If he you was do a Google search extremely... of Dr. Seuss World War II, you you'll find out exactly yeah. how <laughs> racist he was. And he was very anti-Semitic, also. That too. Yeah, he didn't like Jews or anyone that wasn't white.
2: But to be fair to him, a lot of his attitudes changed over the years, Did right? They? Which is yeah. why those books are kept until yeah.
3: until he. Uh, a person is a person no matter how small. Yeah. He, boop, 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 boop. he dumped his wife who was dying.
2: Yes, that's true. He did do that.
3: <laughs> like He was kind of a piece of shit. He, yeah, and now everyone's like, been, surprised. Yeah. oh my god, Dr. Seuss.
2: Now, See, when I was a kid, I had this big book of six Dr. Seuss books, and Mulberry Street was one of them, but I never cared for that book. It was boring, too long. I like Yertle the Turtle, <laughs> the, working, the struggle of the working class. You know? I'm going to be honest, the only one I ever enjoyed as a kid. This is going to sound silly. Yeah. Cat in
3: the Hat didn't care for him. Yeah. I like the Cat in the Hat comes back. Okay. I don't know why. I just remember liking that one better, asking my mom to mm. read that one to me more than the Cat in the Hat. Well, I remember. I liked all the places you'll go. Because it had all cool drawings in different places. Everything was. I, wasn't, had, had I l- wasn't a big reader, so I don't l- remember the, <laughs> yeah, the I read, story. Yeah, because I read before you did. It was just like, you can go to this I read place. That, I read that book to <laughs> you. Maybe you'll go to this place. For 20 years. Not at, that the drawings were level, cool. But I read first. And that, here I am as an adult, and I've never been west of the Mississippi River. Oh, the places, so you've, stayed. The places <laughs> <are> <laughs> you've stayed. All the places you've stayed. Avoid. <laughs> the places you haven't gone. The places you're too lazy to try to go to. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I found humorous about the uh, the attempted canceling of Dr. Seuss, even though it was just like his own company, yeah, just his like own gone, company chose not uh, to print the books anymore. We're not going to print the racist shit anymore. Yeah.
4: And
2: that's debatable, sort of, <laughs> I guess. Well, the they're, they're, me on know, my fence here. <laughs> they don't. They don't want to. They don't want to. You know, some of these depictions were really offensive. There are, you know, there, there are plenty of other Dr. Seuss books that you know exist. They're perfectly fine. Yeah. Plenty more ones that, that I'm sure more people have read. Like but, I said, I, the I ones that it. they stopped. But I, I, I really enjoy the
3: argument of people that are just like, you know what they're doing? Canceling Dr. Seuss. Like, you know, cat But it's the not hat, they. Green it's, eggs and ham. There's a no, state. <laughs> I know, but anytime something happens to somebody, it's always a, there's always a they involved. Yeah, that
2: was the one that. that uh, uh, normally, I'm, on, I'm actually normally on the side of people who are complaining about cancellations. Me too. But in this one, I thought, you guys are being ridiculous. His estate is choosing not to reprint it's the books. They're not collecting the books for burning. It's like self-cancellation
3: <laughs> in a way. you know. Someone says, you know what, I did this. I, I made a uh, racist tweet years ago. I'm going to delete it. You know? Kind
2: okay. of, yeah. yeah. Fine, it's not, it's not a bad way to if, look at if it. If we chose to just stop doing this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, we're not releasing this podcast anymore. And then, you know? and then we go. We're getting canceled. Yeah. Oh, we should do that. Yeah. That
3: way we get some publicity. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, we'll cancel
3: ourselves and then cancel we'll ourselves. Be like, oh no. And then just And then post they the links are. on Parler. So
2: you, so you guys like uh, not doing your podcast anymore? No, we we're, we decided that we were too racially insensitive. Well, that's bullshit. You guys were fantastic.
3: <laughs> I think we're more misogynistic than racially insensitive.
2: That, that's probably true.
3: I don't know we were pretty uh, rude to Jews. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and
2: as yeah. They want to hoard didn't mean it. <laughs> well, no, we're not meaning it to be mean. the banks and the
3: media. I mean, they deserve it. <laughs> we're,
2: just, <laughs> we're just having a goof. Yeah, having a goof over here. But it,
3: but whenever I, I I read this, to me, and I was like I said, much like you, familiar with Dr. Seuss's actual personal history. Yeah. And like I said go search Doctor Seuss World War II. He did much worse shit. Yeah, he used to write like political
2: cartoons and stuff. Well, yeah, and, all lot political cartoons and in those days were anti-Japanese.
3: Yeah, his anti-Japanese cartoons were basically a bunch of Mickey Rooney's from uh, <laughs> Oh my <Christmas>.
2: god. <laughs> Speaking of things that <laughs> should have been canceled, <laughs> you know what? They could oh, cut oh. him out of that whole movie, and nothing would be lost. <laughs> Truly, I was <sighs> so sorry.
3: Yeah, um, I've never seen the movie. He is totally
2: irrelevant to the plot.
3: I've never seen the movie, but I think they should uh, cut everything else out of the movie and just leave <laughs> him.
2: Your wife loves that movie. Yeah. Have you ever seen it? No. Starring George Pippard, the leader of the A Team. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, we, went much to the same, production. We, we went to the, uh, the same college.
3: Is George Pippard?
2: Yeah. Well, we we Point He Park? went to. Well, no, he went to the. He, it was the Pittsburgh Playhouse Theater. But, uh, I, oh. Ain't
3: no college, it's a theater. Well, no, yeah, theater.
2: I, well, my the college theater. at the time they owned the theater. So. Alum. That's I a stretch, say. asshole. We're both <laughs> alums of the of that theater. Oh, uh, you know, I was
3: wondering something recently. There's a
2: great story about oh. him too. When he was a, uh, I, I'm sorry, Jeff. I'll shoot back to you in a minute. Okay. When he was a radio host in Braddock as a young man, the uh, the infamous AM 1020
3: <laughs> Braddock Radio.
2: The infamous 300 uh, watts. The infamous flow uh incident. Where he was on the air and he says, uh, it's uh, 22 degrees here in Pittsburgh tonight. And uh, we've got some flow snurries. And he's, oh, there's a long pause. There's a oh, long, I'm sorry. Go ahead. There was a long pause. And then he says, I panicked, you know. And I clicked on the mic again. And I said, flow snurries. Turned it off. Oh, Another the long pause.
0: Brother, this guy stinks.
2: Did it again. Flow snurries. And then just gave up. <laughs> and he goes <laughs> back to his station manager, and manager looks at him and says, "Well, George, how are the flow snurries?" <laughs> that could have been his bit. Old, <laughs> <laughs> make it a thing. George Marblemouth p- p- Pard. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Jeff, go ahead with your thing.
3: Oh, um, it was a thought I had about like you know theater people. Yeah. You know, in high school we had. Like, you were a theater person. Yes, I was. You we were theater. In, and John and I, we were in the marching band. You were band people. All, All right. We'll see now. Aside from one anomaly, all the kids that were, like, really, really into marching band were actually really bad at marching band. Like, they couldn't play their instruments, and they didn't march well. Okay. And with they, a few exceptions. With it was, like, one exception. My son, David. My David, son, David. David. Yeah, it was him. <laughs> and that was pretty much it. Like, everyone else, but all the people who didn't give a shit were, like, some of them were, like... The finest it, musicians you ever came. Well, yeah, you go from it went from like good enough to really some of them really really good. Okay. And I wondered if it was the same way with theater people.
2: Okay, the thing about that is, is that I never gave a shit because I know how good I was. Ah. <laughs> but I like well, to do all the shows. So Humble when you're Lawrence. good,
3: you don't like being bossed around by some sort of amateur.
2: Well well what happened is, is that I he don't doesn't wanna... know what she's doing. And I mean she well, in both this senses.
3: Is Lawrence is so so good at theater that he's well, sitting you with know. us in this living room doing a <laughs> dumbass podcast. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> instead of at the, um, you know, some uh, kind of little like theater. I don't know names of theaters, but little like theater in Cannonsburg. Uh, instead of Carnegie Hall, for example, I don't know. Do they do plays at Carnegie Hall? I have no idea. Well, oh, that's more music. But, not eh. on. You're not on Broadway. No, I'm not. Exactly. I
2: never planned to be a, a, a or this, stage actor. Does
3: Broadway do plays? Yes. Okay, I don't know a lot about plays.
2: Yeah, they do plays. There's Broadway and off-Broadway plays. He's, he's sort of off. Off Broadway, dumb. like uh, George Costanza and La Cocina. <laughs> Yeah. But I did I did do plays in Pittsburgh when I was uh, there, oh, yeah. oh, and uh, you know I did The Odd Couple. Yeah. I did uh, you know a few others. Were you stuff. Oscar? I did 17- yes, I was. Of <laughs> uh, You're Oscar all over my new couch right now.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh, Oscar. I got uh, brown
2: sandwiches Oscar. and uh, green sandwiches. Oscar, which one you want? <laughs> I did 1776, which is a musical. I didn't often do musicals. Oh. But uh, my part was not musical. I had one singing line. So
3: One singing Sing oh, it right oh, now.
2: Yeah. What was it? Um, Hold on. Let me go to the piano and do the chord. It's during uh, Cool Considerate Men, which uh, they... Hello. That's well, a <laughs>
3: cool and considerate men. Oh, yeah. Oh, where they talk yay. about so how... cool, um, but we also give up our seat on the bus. It's all the anti...
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm not a racist. That's what's so insane about this. Does that make sense?
2: <laughs> it's all the anti independence delegates doing a song about how they're, they don't want to go to, they don't want to fight England. But uh, I played John Hancock, who is technically the speaker. Oh. So he has to be neutral through the whole thing. So he's just kind of sitting there. It's not like the I lumber. say he had to be nude. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. There uh, there's a story about that. but Because um, I like big tits. <laughs> well, I could have done the full Monty at one point. But... You mentioned that on the show yeah. before, but um, anyway, so he's sitting there, and then there's a thing where uh, the villain uh, asks John Hancock why he's not. It's like, why aren't you with us? You're why a rich aren't man. You with us? Yeah, you're a rich man, a man of property. Man of you property. should be on our side, not the side Owning of these land and rebels. <laughs> and he and, and Hancock goes, um, that is true. He annoys me quite a lot. He's talking about John Adams. But still, I'd rather trot to Mr. Adams' new gavotte, and that's the only singing line. And it's terrible, mm. but it was the only one. So it was so, you who sang? Yes. It's, it is true. He annoys me quite a lot. He annoys me quite still, a lot. But still, I'd rather lot. trot I think I could do better. to Mr. Adams' I new gavotte. Well, yeah, it's, you maybe, know.
3: Maybe I should have been in this fucking play.
2: <laughs> maybe.
3: I should have tried out. Just tried ah, out for a play. Ding.
2: But anyway, ah, it, it, I did that, and... Um, but anyway, at in, at in, in high school theater, mm-hmm. theater. Is, um, we didn't have a lot of people that stuck with it, you know, more than like two years in a row, uh, and that's because we had uh, a woman that was universally loved yeah. in the first two years, yeah. and a woman that was universally hated in the second two years. Well, no, the, a woman that was universally loved in the first three years. Oh, and then a woman who was universally hated the last year. Okay, I'm but sorry. she's the only one who gave me a lead part. So... Lead. So Lawrence went down that
3: muff immediately. Muffet. Oh,
2: oh. Muffet. I could make you a star. Oh.
3: Now place your lips upon mine, but I don't mean the ones that I'm talking she with. She threw
2: a shoe at me one time, by the way. Was <laughs> she Nikita Khrushchev? Well, I mean, she she didn't come anywhere near me, but... Uh, she complained that when we were doing Harvey Which was the show that I was playing the lead in Oh, that's right, she wanted you to be just Jimmy Stewart the whole time Yeah, yeah. that, that, which, that oh, bothered Harvey. me too oh, I oh, wanted to oh, do
3: my own oh, thing oh, And Jimmy actually be a Stewart. drunk yeah. so I knew You were a drunk in those days Fred's house, <laughs> Moderately You just want permission <laughs> to drink at school, damn it <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you know I, I wanted to indulge myself But anyway, there was a phone I thing. was very method <laughs> There was a thing where where uh, Elwood P. Dowd, who was the lead character, has a telephone conversation. He's ordering something, I think. On, uh, he's ordering a painting, if I recall. Uh, it's a,
3: it's a, uh, uh, I would like uh, a painting of uh, me I and my I saw on the television Hardy. it was a,
2: uh, a Bob Ross of a, uh, <laughs> of a winter landscape. No,
3: he was ordering a telescope. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but he's ordering something, right? And... <laughs> Lawrence says the part with a broken leg in a wheelchair. <laughs> So as he runs the building alone,
3: Lawrence is in the wheelchair, but it's not for his broken leg. <laughs> I'm just in a wheelchair; I around.
2: <laughs> so she said that I could just ad lib the phone conversation, which was a mistake in those days because I just went on and on, on and on. Bob Newhart on it, <laughs> yeah. I did a whole bit, you know. It's like, oh, you sound down the dumps. Oh, you are down the dumps. Okay, what are you doing down the? So dumps? it's like, so if I ordered this size painting, it's like 1995, right? You know, I'm doing the whole thing. And finally, she got tired of it and just threw a shoe at me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what was the problem? When you try to make it sound like an actual phone yeah, call? Yeah, I did. I, <laughs> I was
2: going on too long. It was like a, hey, if we're going to play, play. It <laughs> <Yeah. That laughs> always know?
3: bugs me. On television, when someone makes a phone call, the person answers right away. They Hello. All of it right away. Hello. Yes, of course. Sure. Bye. Don't but- even say bye a lot of the time. They just hang up. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'll be right there. Or when they knock on the door and the person, like, the door opens immediately.
1: Yes.
3: <laughs> like, knock, knock, knock. Hello. Yes. I was standing here waiting for you. <laughs> well, I mean, literally they were, you know. Yeah. That's what their yeah, job yeah. is. This is your mark. Stand in your mark. I'm waiting. Stand late. behind yeah. the door, and then when someone knocks on then you open the door. Shouldn't they wait, like, at least, like, four or Yeah, you or never five see seconds? that, like, awkwardness of, like, the guy wondering yeah, whether or not you know, somebody's like, home? Like, he knocks, like, which happens to me every time I knock on a door. He's <laughs> like, uh, I oh, think he's home. But yeah, I would say, kind of,
2: little, kind of just like peeking a little, a little bit through the little, window. Little, there's
3: like a little tiny. <laughs> anybody here? Looking. You,
2: that, look, you look like Mr. Rooney and Ferris Bueller's day off. No, no, no. But well, there's <laughs> a little awkward like, half knocking.
3: You you, well, the... well, you think about knocking again, but then you don't because, you know, like, oh, he's. what if he's right there? Yeah, you know? I don't want to start knocking and have him yeah. open the door. Oh, maybe he's taking a shit. I don't want to be like an asshole. Yeah. So it's kind of, you do the ding, ding, ding the first time, and the next time you're just like,
2: yeah. You know,
4: mm-hmm.
2: see, I always try to do the Three Stooges knock, bump, but bump, 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 like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to go, because then everybody will know it's me. I don't think anyone's home, Mo. Hey, shout ahead. But yeah, I, I would think the people who stuck with like the theater thing for all four years, i think they would be the ones who would probably least care. Yeah, about how you know it's like yeah whatever we you know usher
3: up to give me an A I don't give a w- fuck
2: <laughs> well that's kind of what it was is I w- I had played a tree once a stage production you know and then we'd have rehearsals and that yeah so I'd go to rehearsal and I'd just play around and you know that just have fun. That's what it's for, right? Exactly. You're not supposed to have fun.
3: You're not going to turn into a famous actor because you were in theater class in No, of course school. not.
2: I was doing stand-up at the time. I didn't really care about theater. <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> now, we were talking about something else, actually. Cancelling.
2: Yeah. Well, we oh, were, yeah. So who
3: else whatever. got uh, cancelled? Well, this is an attempted cancelling. Okay. Uh, and it's relevant to this show because of all the bits that Jeff and I, or mostly me, I'm going to drag Jeff from this uh, that we have stolen from the Opie Anthony show. You have stolen all of them. I, have I know <laughs> your
2: entire don't persona drag me is this. stolen from Opie because I've
3: heard <laughs> several things tonight that you <laughs> stole from Opie Anthony. Actually, I don't think I have. But... uh there was one. You have to give me a second to think about it, but I, I can. they doing all right. No. If you think no, of it, no. if you think of it, that just, just it.
2: jump in with it. To the point where I don't even know what I'm doing. It right,
3: time. you don't even realize yeah. you're doing it. That's sometimes when I do and do it deliberately, and there mm-hmm. are sometimes where right. we'll get on with it. Where I do it deliberately and Jeff plays along because he enjoys it too. What was the other canceling? Uh, the other canceling was uh, Paris Hilton has come mm. out as a professional victim. Oh, uh, I did hear about this. I did because hear about this. she has, uh, she had a couple yes. shitty interviews. One from David Letterman, you know, Tell about your time on oh, a yeah, slammer. yeah, that's
2: right. I <laughs> forgot that people were mad at Letterman now. <laughs> oh, she yeah. was a slammer.
3: Well, well, people were mad at Letterman all the time, you know, because he was fucking the intern and stuff.
2: Well, no, only that. Hey, he was she's all... the one that tried to blackmail him.
3: <laughs> ah, good point, good point. <laughs> yeah, she... You know, no, it she's wasn't her. The... No, it was some other guy. It was some guy who wanted some CBS News shit,
2: and my cat is swatting at my yeah. lamp... I think you might need to stop it.
3: Probably a fly or There's something. There's a fly. There. It's spring. The, yeah, and the flies it. get in. You take care of hey, Mr. Anyway. Kitty. Yeah, I heard about the I heard about the Paris Hilton thing with the opening Anthony interview that didn't go well because she sucked. Yeah, she and sucked at the, the interview. and they were trying to like get something out of her, and they didn't even really like go hard on her at all. Well, I I, I was listening to the I I, I saw the buzz because you know I look at Twitter while I'm never I'm taking a dump, and I'm like. Uh, I think I've heard this before, but let me go back. And I, and I, I listen to them like, oh, she's getting them nothing. And they're just trying to pry anything out of her other other than, yeah, the show is great. And that's it. Wow. Yeah, because she wouldn't talk about anything except she was on for whatever stupid, terrible show she was doing. So luckily, Anthony Cumia on his own show on the Compound Network, which, paywall, do as oh, you wish. I also want to point out that during that interview, she tried to act like she was a, like a self-made... You know, oh yes, yes. Oh. Like She was self-made Yeah, I'm and glad that... you pointed that out Because I'm going with uh, a clip that Anthony Cumia posted on his own show uh-huh. And he's going to discuss a little bit of the aftermath as well Which is true, I've looked So let's go ahead Let's go ahead and take a look Listen to some other podcast. Of merit. What's it like to just be so This is the this
0: is rich? the actual interview.
4: I've worked for everything that I've achieved.
0: Yes. Right Stop. Yes. Stop. So Stop, really <laughs> just, Stop. Thank God Stop. <laughs> now worked in what way?
3: Um well I run seventeen
4: different product lines. I have created my well,
0: whole now. entire
4: business out of it. Now. I've been
0: working since I'm fifteen years old. So yeah. What was your first job? Making a model. A model yes. okay. Well that yeah, <laughs> I, I would never. I'm not going to diss models. And you know, you know why. <laughs> so, so it was a quick clip. Someone put on there, and of course, I'm just going stop, stop it. Like <laughs> you're fucking lying, stop it, <laughs> stop. Well, that clip gets out, and then it was enough outrage just from that clip. And then someone had to post the entire clip of the entire interview. Um, but just from that clip alone, people started going, who is this? How do we get them? How do we cancel them? How do we get mad at them? <laughs> this is the best part um, here. And they got a, a, a line on Opie. <laughs> <laughs> so they got Opie. Okay. So let me provide a little context. Opie and
3: Anthony dissolved in 2014 when Anthony got fired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so I, what, seven years ago? Yeah, about that. And everyone's going, how do we cancel them? But I do They've want been to- canceled. I do want to point something out, though, is that I think the reason that Anthony got... When when he said, you know, when she acted like she was self-made, I think the reason he took so much offense to that well i don't want to say offense to it, was it because she came from money and he didn't he came from nothing and he she came from money 100 percent anthony hotel. was you ever here hotels yeah she didn't make them she didn't build them her was, dad did he or was no, her installing grandfather air did. conditioning until uh, he got funny on the radio once and then luckily he got a job out of it right right yeah and then he went from there and became a millionaire but, was, but, but she was born into it but the, also the funny part about this was, you know, Anthony got fired uh, from SiriusXM for making very racially uh, heated uh, tweets. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. In 2014, oh dear. so seven years ago. And that's when the Opie and Anthony show was dissolved. Mm. And the response to this interview from 10 years ago was, we should cancel Opie and Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> but who do they go after? They've been canceled twice. <laughs> and this is true. They went after Opie. They went after Opie. Who, who has, has who a has... podcast that, that's maybe listened to by 600, just a little bit more successful than ours. Exactly. And let's hear Anthony, who, you know, doing his own thing, as he wishes. And let's see how he talks about it.
0: Opie Radio. And, and Opie just started getting inundated with these, you better apologize to Paris, you're terrible, you're a misogynist. The funny thing is, it's me. <laughs> I'm saying it and I don't give a shit. Like I I tweeted to Paris Hilton, you were a vapid piece of shit. You gave us nothing. You want an apology? FO. Opie's like, hey, I wasn't even maybe one of the three. And if you want to come on my show and talk about it, like they blamed him. He's the one that cares how he's perceived. And I'm just like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's consistent
3: with uh, everything yeah, that's, that's been going that's... on since the two split. But oh yeah, I thought you'd enjoy that, Jeff. So I wanted. To play yeah, that for I, you. I think I actually, I think I did see this actually, because this came up on my YouTube. All right, so we have a few uh, more items that we can save till next time, because sure. I know Lawrence has a script. Yes, yeah, we do have a script. We're gonna read it. Yeah,
2: we're gonna read we're it. We're gonna take us out here. Take us, take us Excuse, home. Me, Excuse while me while I whip, I whip this, this out.
4: out.
2: <laughs> yeah, Jeff and I had the How same thought. How did you both know? We had the same
3: thought. Uh, he said, "Take it out." I mean, he, yeah. yeah. So this one
2: has. Uh, Ooh,
3: wait a minute. This is closing hours. Oh, never mind. It this, says wait, the, yeah. the, this file name was "Closing Hours yeah. 2. I was like, "Wait, were we doing this sequel?" Our listeners are going to be lost. They didn't see we the didn't first see the one. The first one. No, this is just this is the first one. So
2: I'm guessing, since you presented this to us, Lawrence, that you had an idea how you wanted this to be. Yeah. Well, we've got uh, four parts here. But it's it's luckily divided into sections.
1: I'm not doing the fucking stage directions again. I hate them.
2: You should do the stage directions in that voice with <laughs> <punch teeth.
1: laughs> For the clenched teeth. Oh, I actually hadn't true.
2: planned on having you do stage directions, Jeff. Good. It was gonna be John and I were gonna alternate. Okay. As as fit. Yeah, because um In the first section. You know, since to our experience
3: on the Unscripted Script Show, Mm -hmm. available on Spotify and uh, Anchor.fm. All your favorite uh, podcasts. Sister program of this show. Yeah. Podcast. uh, You and I have gotten good at stage directions, which is an advertisement for, you know, if you want to hear some great stage directions. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Listen to that show. Unscripted Script Show.
3: Yeah. For stage directions.
2: So, um, Jeff, you're going to be the customer whose name is actually... uh, Ronald. Oh,
3: okay. Looking at the uh, Ron
2: hair today. Yeah. <laughs> Douche. <And>, <laughs> John, I want you to be the barman in the first half. Okay. And I'll read the stage directions. And then in the second half, I'm going to take over as the homeless man. Mm. And you will take over the stage directions at that point. Okay. Can you do, uh, remember on King of the Hill, Cotton's friend Curly? Cotton's friend Curly. Now, come here. Let me get a look at you. Let me get a look at you. That's not what I had planned to do. Okay, well, if you, had, if you had a plan, then stick with it. Yeah, I have a plan. Okay. But um, anyway, uh, if you guys are ready, we'll start.
3: Okay. Okay.
2: I'll start with the stage directions. No, no, I'll start with the stage directions. You are the barman. Closing hours two. <laughs> electric bar. No, it's just closing hours. This is the first one. Fade in. In a series. <laughs> possibly the only one. Yeah, this is the one. Fade in Interior Bar Night. There is a barman behind a bar, surprisingly. Mm. and a male customer in his mid-40s wearing a blue bandana. Whose mid-40s? The barman's or his own? Uh, the customer's. Oh, okay. That glass looks half empty. The man in the bandana holds the glass up to his eyes and swirls what's <laughs> left of his straight whiskey.
3: <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. You hear that?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> Dag.
3: It has been for years.
2: Then the customer in the bandana places it in front of him slowly and gently.
3: You want me to make it full? Unless Dr. Jack Daniels has a cure for cancer in his latest product, I don't see it being a possibility. Tonight is nothing more than a
1: liquid-fueled mirage.
3: Well, I guess that's the reason we drink only. Difference. What? Oh, well, I guess that's the reason we drink. Should be a period there.
2: Yeah, they're, they're, you'll notice this person has no command of uh, punctuation. Punctuation. Yeah. punctuation or spelling. It's a difficult punctuation. <laughs> <laughs> the punctuation.
3: Well, I guess that's the reason we drink. The only difference is my problem won't follow me to the grave. It's going to send me there as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, written, that's, one that's one word. As well. Barman places the bottle of Jack Daniels next to the customer in the bandana. This one's on the house, brother. The customer picks up the bottle and fills his glass to the top with whiskey.
3: I feel like I should be doing Jack Nicholson.
2: Yeah, do yeah. That. Yeah, go, yeah, go ahead.
3: From The Shining. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Thanks. Hey, Lloyd. Thanks, Barkeep. I'll be Wait, Peter Lori. <laughs> Thanks, Barkeep. The only thing better than kindness from a stranger is kindness from a bartender. That's
2: my motto for tonight, anyway. That's terrible. Keep it. I know the customer bad. takes a big gulp from his glass of alcohol and puts it down in front of him slightly harder than the first time. Don't do that. It echoes. In the, <laughs> all the springs in the. The sand. bartender is drying empty glasses and is putting them away. <laughs> Do you mind if I ask your name?
3: Why? Because I want to know the name of the man who I have the privilege of spending my last night with as a bartender. Stimpy.
1: The name's Jack. Jack Torrance. (laughs) My name's Ronald. (laughs) Ronald. McDonald. Goddamn Donald. (laughs) My name's Ronald McDonald. Just kidding. Would have... Would have you given me, would you have given me this bottle if this wasn't your final shift and you weren't a
2: ghost? (laughs) (laughs) The bartender puts away the last glass he was drying off and leans over the bar so he is face to face with Ronald. Let me answer that question with another question. Would you have disclosed to me
3: that you have cancer if I wasn't a barman but still the same
1: person? I guess not. I suppose this narrow wooden divider could be compared to a therapist's <laughs> chair.
2: Okay,
3: this is yours is working, mine's not. But then not. again,
2: not really. The barman smiles and stops leaning over the bar. I'm abandoning Pierlory, is that okay? Fine. Okay, good. No one cares. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know of
3: any therapists that... Earning twelve fifty an hour. I know one that only charges five cents. <laughs> Lucy.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: That's a peanuts joke. <laughs> well done, <laughs> peanuts. Same the page. barman pours himself a beer from the tap, and Ronald raises his glass as they chink them together. What? No. Oh, this we're says, canceled.
3: Chink. Uh we're canceled. It says chink <laughs> it them says, together. Say, chink. Cheers.
1: Cheers, Johnny. Oh, okay. <laughs>
3: Cheers, Johnny.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Okay, I'm me now. <laughs> they both take a sip from their drink and Ronald puts his glass down, but the bartender still has his in his hand. Ah, I still do.
1: What made you decide to stop being a barman aside from being dead at this the Overlook Hotel? Believe
3: it or not, being on the side of the bar is far more self-destructive than any of the regular bar flies that buzz. Oh, flies and buzz? I love that. That buzz in and out of the
2: front door and drink their wallets clean. How so? The barman takes a deep breath and looks around the pub. Hmm.
3: When you contribute to people losing their mind, body, and spirit on a oh, this guy has a message. Yeah. On a regular basis, you also lose a part of yourself with every drink you pour until there is nothing left inside but a false F- sense. F- false foul spell fouls. A U. false spell with False <clears throat> sense of worth that is shattered every time I lock those doors at night and walk from one nightmare to another.
2: Ronald picks up the bottle the barman gave him earlier and places it back behind the bar. You're a
3: hypocrite. I hope for that to change.
1: Well, you're not off to a good start. I come in here and tell you I'm dying, and you throw a bottle of poison okay. my way like you're doing me a favor. But after that oh. but after what you just told me in your newly found morals, <laughs> that should be the last thing you should do. <laughs> you came in here
3: to drink. Did you not? Did you not? I suppose I did. And from where you're sitting up until now, you were more than happy to empty that bottle. I'm John. I'm
1: sanctimonious. What so you're granting a poor dying man his last wish? How noble of you.
2: Ronald gets up off his barstool and goes to walk out the front door of the pub. The barman chases him and blocks the door. Hey! Get back here! You can't go yet. Ronald tries moving. Try is. (laughs) Try is. Moving the barman with physical force, but is unsuccessful as the barman is strong.
1: I have to. I came here for nothing more than a quite drink. (laughs) A quite drink. (laughs) And now you're putting me into a deeper pit of despair, which I don't need, by the way, in case you didn't notice, because my wife is going insane because she can't handle the way I keep typing, all work and no play makes Jack a doll boy (laughs) over and over and over. And I'm sorry if I broke my two-year-old son's arm. Cause I applied an extra couple of foot pounds per
2: second <laughs> per second. Ronald pulls uh, off his bandana. Also, she can't handle the truth either. <laughs> and she can't
3: handle the. Tr- I'm doing. I'm doing the Shining. <laughs> yes, John, the Shining, because of the bar and everything, you know.
2: Ronald pulls off his bandana and points aggressively to his bald head, which is due to the cancer treatment. I'm not a doctor. M, I'm not a doctor.
1: yeah yeah yeah, that's his problem he's a nut i'm not a doctor
3: i lost my place but i do know that i am a barman where the fuck am i at (laughs) i'm not a doctor i'm not a doctor i'm not a shrink but if you let me
1: i'll be your friend I don't want your friendship. I don't even want your booze No, you clearly did. (laughs) You drank all of it. I'd give
3: my soul for it. Oh, now that your tummy is full, (laughs) now you don't want anything (laughs) anymore.
2: What a fucking surprise.
3: I was doing a line from Shining. just walked all
2: over. The barman gets out of the way of the front door slowly and makes a clear pathway exit for Ronald to leave. You never even asked me my name. Ronald looks at the barman. It's because it doesn't matter
1: to me. I'm going to die. Weren't you listening? (laughs) (laughs) I will go to the grave not knowing your stupid name. Have a nice life,
2: barkeep. Ronald (laughs) exits the bar, and the bartender is left standing alone. John? Exterior, park, night. Ronald
3: Macdonald walks from the bar through a park to make his way home. He is approached
2: by a homeless man. Hey, I don't know what it's, uh, you know, uh, can you spare a buck or two, uh, kind sir? Kind sir, can you? Uh, Ronald reaches
3: into his pockets and empties the cash from his wallet into his hands and holds it towards the
1: homeless man. You can have my booze money. It's $3, which will get you <laughs> two double cheeseburgers on the McDonald's value
2: meal. The
3: homeless man does not expect it.
2: Uh, I don't know if I feel you know, comfortable taking a, a man's liqueur money. Ron looks confused because Ooh. of all the misspellings. Why? It's a cold world. And whiskey can't, you know, it keeps you warm. Like a broad, you know. Like a nice tight cunt. What if I'm a beer drinker?
1: Beer isn't
2: booze, my friend. I mean, People like us know that. You know, you and me. People like us? Yeah, people have... Uh, You know, lived in the shadows of happiness and the light of despair.
3: Ronald sits next to the homeless man and lets out a massive fart. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Sorry. (laughs) 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 What's your name? Joe. And yours? Ronald. It's been a journey. And soon it's going to come to an end, for you.
2: <laughs> we've anyway, we've all died enough times to know it's safe. John,
3: why don't you? Uh, you know, join they us both next. sit quietly and stare into the
2: <laughs> into the into the abyss, 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 into the, the, the abyss.
1: Abs- s- Are we in hell?
2: No, man. We're
3: we're in a park. What the fuck's wrong with you, man? Ron laughs. (laughs) And leans forward and looks at Joe.
1: I think the worst thing about dying is you're sitting in the snow covered in ice (laughs) by the hedge maze. I think the worst thing about dying is you run out of time to change.
2: How do you mean change or... Reinvent yourself because, uh, you know, change comes from the heart. You know, reinventing yourself, that, that comes from the cocaine. If he was actually homeless, he'd be like, yeah, change. Give me some change. <laughs> <laughs> Poorly written
3: fuck. Yes, where does change come from? <laughs> within. Have you seen the stocking? comes from within. No, not within. I have nothing. <laughs> and
2: oh, what about the mind? The mind is what you use to, to figure out which one of the two you're going to choose. What is mind? No matter. What is better? Never mind.
1: (laughs) How did someone like you end up somewhere like here? Except for smelling terrible. (laughs)
3: Joe stands up and does up his shoestring he uses for a belt. To hold his pants up, like belts tend to do, whilst whilst, looking down at Ronald.
2: You know, I was about to ask you the same question,
3: Joe sits down and puts his hands together. Everybody, put your hands together, looking at Ronald in the, in, in the eyes. Ronald stands up, looking down at Joe.
1: Okay, I'll play this game. I'm a narcissist. Spelled wrong. Narcassist.
3: Narc <laughs> Narcat. Nar- Written Nar- he's with a narcissist. I- narcissist. <laughs>
1: Okay, I'll play this game. I'm a narcissist ridden with cancer and I wallow in self-pity trying desperately to escape my fate and at the same time trying to obtain sympathy from people then throwing it back at them with aggression. I think I need to be in a movie with Billy Crystal (laughs) so he can analyze me. That's a real movie, right? <laughs> not De
2: Niro.
3: <laughs> Damn it, that was De Niro? <laughs> yeah. What was the movie with, uh, Jack, Nicholson? <laughs> yeah. the movie with uh, Jack Nicholson? Anger like, Management with Adam, management. With Adam Sandler. Sandler. That's what I'm thinking of. I think I need to be in a movie with Adam Sandler. Sorry. You, you let it out the Billy Crystal part, right? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, please don't. I fucked up. <laughs> we all fucked up tonight. Actually, Lawrence didn't. <laughs> Ronald
1: sits down and looks at Joe. Now you,
2: Joe. Uh, Sit down, Ronald, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Ronald sits down. Brace yourself for this one because uh, it's going to shock you. I'm a bum.
3: (laughs) No, he's not going to shock him because he's a bum. He's going to shock him because
1: he is the... Shockmaster! Oh my god! <laughs> Shockmaster. Shock oh god! Oh god!
2: He fell on his ass! <laughs> Flat on his fucking the ass! The Shockmaster!
3: Joe laughs out control bit the Shockmaster and Ronald gets up and walks away fade out. Wow, that was stupid. Why do they always have to have like a punchline? they the ones that have a punchline. There was line. no punchline. There was like some guys trying to like write some line. like message. I don't understand it. It was just Jack Nicholson being all like "Hey, this is Jack Nicholson. Oh wait, I made that part <laughs> no, this guy's like booze is bad, man. Booze is bad. You see, I don't get what the message is. I mean, really, the message comes just short I think of Jesus. The, the Jack Nicholson <laughs> character should just drink all he wants because he's gonna die of cancer anyways. What difference does it make if he, you know? Right. It's like it's like Johnny lot. Sack in The Sopranos. Whenever he got stage for you know lung oh, cancer, oh yeah, and he and just kept smoking. And he's and having he's a, like, a cigarette. And his wife
0: is like, John, you smoking? He's like,
3: I'm fucking dying over here,
2: which is a terrible impression of Johnny, really Johnny Sack. Johnny <laughs> Sack. So I think that's a good place to end it on John's bad impression. <laughs> I got more bad right. impressions over here. I'm
3: glad you didn't end like it like Richard Pryor, for on, example. No, <laughs> Jeff's great impression of that. That time it was Jack Nicholson, not Christian Slater doing Jack Nicholson. Your Christian Slater as Jack Nicholson was better than your Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Damn it! Was it which one was closer to Jack Nicholson? Christian, Christian Slater.
2: <laughs>
3: I should. I should just stick. You with should Christian just do Slater.
2: that. Yeah. So for John and for Jeff. I'm Lawrence saying so long, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.